What's up, everybody? Another episode of The Straight Cut coming to you from the West End Cigars inside the Members Lounge. I'm Aaron. And this is Mark. I haven't seen you in two fucking weeks, Mark. Two, two fucking weeks, yeah. But for the record, two weeks ago, I think I spent the entire fucking weekend with you like I think we slept together. Uh, well, <laughs> we didn't get that far. No, we were pretty damn close. Uh, it was good to see you. But uh, we're back to kind of our normal schedule program, like yeah. actually not... Even though I did love having two shows banked up and just oh, yeah. didn't have to record, made my life a little easier. Yeah. But now we're back to actually recording on our normal Sunday nights. We are. Um, and we actually have a guest who I consider a mentor that really got this show up off the ground. I've said yeah. it a few times before um, that the straight cut wouldn't <laughs> exist without Cigar Talk. And oh. tonight we have Rob yeah. from Cigar Talk. How yeah. you doing, Rob? I am doing fantastic, guys. How are you guys doing, man? It's great to see you. How you guys been? We've been good. Not too bad, not too bad. I tell you, Rob is one of those guys. I haven't touched Rob, it feels like, in about three years. <laughs> and I miss him, first of all, because he gets my sense of humor. You don't, Aaron. But I he get does. It. I get it. And he laughs. Yeah, but okay, he, yeah, he, funny. he hey, I was gonna say, not only do I only get it, I dig it. Yeah. You so. you yeah, you you lean into it, you egg yeah. it on. Oh no, yeah. the two of I us mean, going I, back and forth is is, is like oh, I, oh yeah. There there's like four minutes of just me sitting here like while like recording is going on, be like, Are y'all done? Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, I've been know, thirsty well, for mean, ten minutes. Dude, it's like he's in that age bracket where, man, we saw comedy evolve. We did. And so, you know, we liked the old school shit. It led to the new school shit, and I dig it too. But, I mean, you know. Yeah. These kids today, they don't appreciate walking up uphill both ways in the snow barefoot. Kid, kid. Yeah. I have, like... Shit hurts on me now. Just often, if I sneeze wrong, <laughs> Shit, like, hey, hey, you don't even know, man. I'm still hurting from that fall, and that was a week ago. <laughs> like I had the hiccup. Yeah, for the I record, the... you went down hard, though, my friend. You went down <laughs> really hard. Oh, dude, I still have aches and pains in my joints. I'm like, what's wrong with me? And I'm like, dude, is it still because of that fall? <laughs> yeah, you went down like a tree. <laughs> But yeah. back onto course. No, uh, no, we're glad to have you back. On, have you not, not back on, but glad to have you on yeah. after ninety something episodes. Yeah, this is kind of ridiculous. This didn't happen about wow. seventy episodes ago. Because <laughs> Rob, ninety episodes, 95, 95 regular. We got about twenty offhands and reviews and stuff reviews. like that. So. Yeah, we're in the hundreds, hundred and nice. teens. So. Yeah, wow. Y'all are caught up to us then, because I think this week is 118 or 119. Really? Yeah, but you guys crank it out. You guys are prolific when you consider the video podcast and all that you do just content-wise. You guys kick Well, and I'll tell you, like, one of the things, that video that I showed you guys earlier, that's actually a Patreon-only video uh, because we do a show... And then we do another show. So the Patreon shows are not much like the regular shows. <laughs> because the regular shows, you know, we do PG. Right. Maybe PG-13 on our show. But the Patreon, we do, it's called the pre-show. And we do the pre-shows, and those get kind of wild. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, 
when I told you earlier that I got COVID a few weeks ago. So while I had COVID, I couldn't pull together to do a show because I didn't want to, you know, take a chance for Brian or my son. Sure. So I released a pre-show as a regular show. <laughs> and so the next day, after it already gotten like, you know, 600 listens, the next day I was like, hey, uh, I was talking to one of the guys. I was like, hey, man, what did you think about that pre-show instead of the regular show? And he was like, man, it was funny as hell, but, dude, you said some pretty wild shit. And I was like, I don't really remember what I said, what what was the wild stuff. And he was like, you were talking about how porn stars' assholes get rusty. <laughs> so yeah. at that point, I went back to my studio and deleted those shows. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. Huh? So, yeah, I think probably the PG listeners of your show were probably a little surprised. Aaron, were you surprised that he, mean, he, has, I, a, he has a theory about porn stars' assholes? I mean, Cause not, I'm not. not really, because I've known him for a while. <laughs> right. so. I'm, I'd be surprised if he didn't, right? Yeah. Like, like if you brought up the topic and you'd go, you know what, I have no, I have no opinion here. I have no theory. <laughs> well, I will say I got a message from one of my sponsors. <laughs> and they were like, like <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. And that's anyway. how you, and that, and that's how we roll. So we don't have sponsors, so we don't have to answer anybody. <laughs> right. That makes it easier. You just have to clear yeah, beat. I, 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 I don't either, but I got a message after I just did what I wanted to do, which, yeah. you know, because we do have that, you know, standard of PG, yep. and that's what, nope. you know, people expect and then when you come out of left field and take them down to a uh, dominatrix dungeon things get scary see about i guess about 50 episodes ago i finally decided you know what that ex that explicit tag it's just going to be standard now that's just what it is i mean yeah. it's oh so y'all actually have an explicit that's actually kind of cool man <laughs> yeah that's kind of cool so man. it just got to the point of like yeah. you know what it's it is what it is. Yeah, about episode eighty though, my my sister and my mom started listening. <laughs> I know. So. I still get the. Uh, oh, I, still, wow. I still get the text from mom, be like, "No, you really you know, needed." My wife listened to about the first twenty episodes, you know. Yeah. And so, and my wife is like, maybe just G-rated, sometimes PG. She's very conservative, and uh, we're a real match, you can tell. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I mean. She, there's lots, lots of episodes where I'm like, wow, I'm glad my wife doesn't listen to the show anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, well, what are you smoking over there on your side? Are you talking to me or that yeah. dude? <laughs> I'm okay. talking to uh -huh. you. I'm smoking a natural, and well, just so everybody knows, we, we're looking at each other on video. Yeah. So yep. I, you know, when you say, hey, what are you smoking? I, mean, you I know what we're smoking over right. here. I'm smoking a natural 1926. Uh, I believe it's the number one. Is that right, Aaron? Uh, it depends on the size. The, I mean, it, it's the big, long Churchill. Uh, the big, one, long. I, I believe that. Yeah. Might, yeah, I believe that is a one. So we didn't okay. have any of the 1926 naturals. So we're doing the 1964 uh, natural Padron, the um, Imperial, I believe. So. Yep. I bought this for a special occasion, and oh. you guys are. This Look person. at that. I'm, I'm honored. We are special. 
You are. Hey, I've actually <laughs> saved this in my humidor all week. That's I don't do saving very good on cigars. <laughs> See, I do. I'm, I'm horrible at that. Yeah, Aaron's like adding but lockers. That may, that's, Aaron's, that's Aaron's personality. I mean, if you can fucking build cabinets for a castle, you're that personality. I've always you know said, I mean? you know, like if, whenever it's my time to go, like somebody's getting a really good collection. Yeah. So. Hell yeah. Have you put a will out? Because I would love to talk to you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know Mark's already chomping at the bit. The, so. the, the only thing that has yeah. been displaced is Rhino is getting all my viaje. Yeah. That's, he can have the birthday blunts. That's about it. So, <laughs> that's um, about it. Yeah. Although I ordered a box of the uh, Super Shots today. Did you? They nice. had them on sale at, on this place, and, they, and I got a... Wanderlust, Wanderlust uh, Roma sampler with a bunch of rare oh, Wanderlust. Oh yeah, the one that Kev sent yep. us. Yeah, <clears throat> and then it's, and I went, oh look at their super shots. I've heard Aaron say stuff about that. Perfect cigar. Yeah, I, I got a box of the uh, of the uh, Carolina Reaper. Oh nice. Surprisingly, surprisingly hey, how are those? A, not as spicy as the birthday blend. Yeah, but it is spicy. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's nice. It's I saw. It's I, w- I was reading about those earlier today, actually, and I was like, I might want to try those. What do you think? Oh, I like them. Yeah, they're. I mean, it's really, really good. So I definitely but try not it. Not as spicy as the birthday cake. No, no, oh. not as not Ooh. as spicy as that. Sure. But I mean, that's just like <clears throat> like saying it's not as spicy as eating red pepper out of a can. <laughs> it's not as hot as the sun. <laughs> right. That birthday blend is just outrageous. So, Rob, give us some history of. Your show. Everybody knows Everybody knows our show, but uh, what's your show like? So, you mean go all the way back? Yes, you know, from, from the first time. No, I, you just give us the, uh, the clip. So not, well, I mean, I didn't know if you wanted me to, like, be oh. swimming around in my dad's ball sack or if you wanted me to, like, No, okay, you know. okay. What, what, yeah. what got you into the podcasting game? <laughs> yeah, you're the, you're I the know, first, hey, because I was swimming up river punching other sperms. You know what I mean? I was like, that baby is mine. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He is right. the no, cigar no, 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 no. pod you, father. You have, you have so much like angst that you can't do on your own show. <laughs> you're, yes, you're they releasing just it, on it right. flows. This is like this is what our pre-show is like. It just <laughs> blah blah blah, you know, because I get to just relax. Yeah. But anyway, no, you know, I started doing a uh, blog event uh, actually before I started the podcast, and and what I would do is I would because I love checking out new cigar shops. And I was going around and I was like, you know what? We should do a blog about cigar shops and tell people, you know, if you're in this area, this would be a great cigar shop. This is what they're known for. Uh, Can you hang out and smoke or you can't? What was the customer service like? That kind of thing. And so I started doing that. And after like six shops, I was like, you know, it'd be even better than a blog is to do a podcast and bring the equipment to each shop and actually interview the cigar lounge owner. And that way he can give you the history of the lounge and, you know, get the feel for how the management works and what you enjoy. So that's how the show started. And then after about 16 shows is whenever I brought Bryant on and, you know, I w- I'm in a few different podcast groups that share information. And one of the guys was like, hey, man, I was thinking about using a uh, or getting a co-host or maybe start doing interviews. What what do you guys think? 
And I was like, and everybody was like, no, don't get a co-host. Don't get a co-host. More trouble than they're worth. And I was like, you know, the thing about it is if you find the right co-host, it just makes the show so much easier and so much better. And when Brian came on the show, dude, that was lights out. He, Me and that dude worked so well together that that's one of the reasons I attribute the success of the show is Bryant because I mean the dude is just you know easy peasy to get along with work with speak with and so that's really uh I guess I'm rambling but really I just want to give props to Bryant because that dude is great really makes the show so much better and easier for me well I met I actually um, went up to St. Louis three months ago so I ran into Gator and Nick and we all agree, uh, much like Cowbell, you uh, you always need more Bryant because he oh is, absolutely he is he is cool like the other side of the pillow he is <laughs> he's got that big laugh and he's just uh, he's just he is a good match for you. I, I think. Have you ever had one of those half white half brown cookies? I think so. <laughs> Okay, well, that's me and Bryant. (laughs) That's me and Bryant. We're the perfect cookie together. One's white, one's black. Boom. Yeah. And, you know, the cool thing about having Bryant, you know, he's from East St. Louis, grew up there, uh, and you get a different perspective than just mine, which grew up in West Texas, you know, West Texas white boy. Now you got the... East St. Louis black boy, you put them together and it's just like totally different perspectives. But also we share most of the same values. So we really mesh well. I think you guys also gives you somebody to talk to, right? And it allows that conversation to flow. You guys have, uh, you know, that natural sort of conversation. You have very easy camaraderie, which I enjoy about your show, which is that, that back and forth is you can tell that you two are, tight regardless we're friends outside of yeah, yeah we're friends outside of the show we were before the show started and you know the funny thing is when i started cigar talk me and bryant were such good friends that i kept trying to get him to start a podcast because i was excited for what i was doing and yeah. i wanted to have him do something i was just too dumb to immediately go oh you should be on my show right <laughs> you know yep so i'm <clears throat> i'm pulling up our first conversation that we had and we Rob ju- and you? Yeah. So okay. we just we just passed the two year. So on January second is when I texted you. I said, Hey, just found your podcast. I'm digging out work at a lounge in Little Rock. And if you're ever in this part, there's a chair waiting for you. Because there was I, I can I mean I vividly remember what I was doing. I was working at the cabinet shop and I was just tired of music that day. And I was like, I want to listen to a podcast. And I was like, Well, it's like let me see if there's anything cigar wise, because I just want to have that kind of feel and at the time you know steve was still here and we were talking for a year beforehand like we wanted to do something yeah and then i just typed in cigar podcast and you were the first one that popped up and you had i think at the time you had four or five episodes i mean you was very i mean super let me tell you mark if you go back and listen to episode one through eight they are rough. I mean, you said that rough. And I, I the audio I quality sucks. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The audio quality. So, you know, what Aaron did was he listened to like our third or fourth episode and was like, 
man, anybody could do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll I start a show. I listened to the show. first couple episodes of Aaron and Steve, and they ought to, while he wasn't that yeah, great on those. Yeah, I mean, we were, we were just recording on our computers and stuff like that. But, no, so that was January 2nd when I first talked to you. And then Steve and I's first show came out May 1st. So it was just, you know. Seven months, 12 yeah, months later. Five, five months later. <laughs> But you and I had I a bunch of conversations. I thought y'all came out even before that. I was thinking that y'all came out and They like, recorded like 12 no, we, yeah, pre-game we, we recorded. We, we did about six dry runs just to get the cadence down and the timing and stuff like that, which is funny because you're talking about releasing your, your pre-show as a full show. I've actually thought about re- releasing one of those... Like oh, you should man. One you of those should. like test pilot shows as as a full show, and you know since I will be a little busy next Sunday, maybe that's hey. Maybe you that's pull it we're recording on Friday night next week. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just released saying. released from the vault. I know, I know, like, I know. It's that premium. My have like a baby. It's like voice. the the most recent Prince album that was uh, all the stuff that was in his <laughs> vault, or some of the stuff that was in his vault. It's like the Disney vault only. Dude, and they years. said there is still tons of material that's yeah. in the vault that's never been released. Never been released. I mean, there's like like uh, Tupac and Biggie still releasing stuff, but they're still alive. So yeah. Well, I mean, Dylan supposedly when you know, like in '69, up at Woodstock, wrote like. Hundreds of songs that summer while getting baked every single day, and <laughs> <laughs> just having hanging out with all those guys. Yeah. He wrote. Um, I mean, you guys know. Well, Aaron doesn't. This is not a conversation for Aaron, but you know, Wagon Wheel that Darius Rucker yeah. and Old Crow Old Old Crow Medicine Show did. Um, that's actually oh, a Bob yeah. Dylan song from those recordings. Now he didn't write the whole song. He wrote eighty five percent of it, but he uh, and then. Well, Crow. Dude, Dylan wrote a lot of music that other players did that oh, yeah. didn't know were Dylan's. Yeah, Dylan's um Dylan's the man. Yeah, I don't know a lot of Dylan stuff. So you, you nailed that one on the head. I, I'm I'm not I'm not a fan of his music. I'm a fan of his writing yeah. more so than his music. I think his singing sucked balls. Uh <laughs> it's unique. I mean it was like <clears throat> Johnny in the basement, shaking a tambourine. It's like, dude, come on, man. Yeah. I could I could do that. Let's fucking make a so band. We, we were watching I remember we were in Springfield watching the top hundred artists of all time. And I have a friend who is opinionated and somewhat obstinate and all those so, things. So, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I had a friend, yes. Is that, is that, no, no. Is that artist across all genres? All genres. Or? And it's artists. Wow, that's that's a tough list right there. Wow. Right, so they're, they're going through it, right? And you, you got Prince on the list and all these, the top, think about the top ten, but then the number one one is, it's the, it was the Beatles and then Michael Jackson, right? Yeah. And he, and, and who he goes who? ballistic and he goes, how is Bob Dylan not number one? And you're just going, it's an artist. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Hey, hey, yeah, he, he wasn't on the top 100 at all. Right. It's artist. It's performer. It's like you have to be able to dance, I think. Dude, of, when I lived in St. Louis, a good friend of mine who was just Bat shit crazy. I mean, he was a f- fucking tornado, but he was like, dude, I got tickets to see Dylan tonight. And I was like, okay, cool, man. So whatever. <laughs> the next day I see him and he's like, that was the worst show I've ever seen. Yeah. And I was like, dude, it's Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's a great writer. He's got a distinctive voice. I wonder what he would be like live. I think he would I be. Liked, I like his son's band. 
Wallflowers. Yeah, Wallflowers is is very good. That's I, a very I just 90s wonder, man. I yeah, mean, it's, I like them. I like. Hey, Mark, I got I got a musician for you that you have got to check out if okay. you have not already. Okay, Charlie Crockett. Okay, I've not heard of Charlie Dude, Crockett. He's like I don't. I, I'm going to guess he's about 22 years old and he's doing country like from the 50s 60s and early 70s nice yeah he's got a really good sound i love that charlie crockett okay that'll be good yeah i I was excited this week uh there was the announcement of eric church released a triple album he's uh he's singing at the national or he's singing at the super bowl so three albums um the middle album is just for the fan club and you can only get it on a 180-gram vinyl. And you got oh, one order, wow. right? Oh, I got all three in 180-gram. <laughs> the limited edition white vinyl. You know I did. 180-gram? Yeah, the 180-gram, the oh. high-end fancy. That's a that's a, that's that's a, thick a record. That's 20 a bucks. Well, that's the, the high-end vinyls, yeah. 180. 20 bucks for the main album, 13 bucks for the choir only, and then 20. So it wasn't expensive. So. Yeah. Less than seventy dollars. No, On the other hand, I bought four shirts and four coffee mugs and a tur- turntable mat. I made up for it. Yeah, yeah, I was pretty excited. So, Rob, let's get a little bit of your cigar history. How long have you been a cigar smoker? You know, from the time I started was about two thousand ten, so probably about ten years, really. Okay, and but when I started. I didn't just dive right in. Uh, I lived down in Houston, and my best friend, Tim, lives in Lubbock. You've met Tim, Mark. Oh, Tim is awesome. And, Tim is hilarious. Yeah. And so, anyway, I, whenever I would be in town, which was about every other month, me and him would get together and go out, and the first thing we would do is go to a cigar shop. We didn't know nothing about cigars, so we would just go in and buy really expensive cigars because we figured those have to be good, right? right? And, you know, the thing about it is if you have not matured as a cigar smoker, you don't get any of that stuff from an expensive cigar. You yeah. don't get the blends. You don't get the notes. You're just like, eh, it's okay. And so... It was probably about maybe eight, our eighth time to the cigar shop, and I was looking, and the tobacconist came over and was like, "Hey man, what do you smoke?" And I was like, "I, I don't really know." I told him, you know, a few sticks here and there that I had had, and he was like looking for me anyway. He picked out a Kristoff for me. I don't even remember which one it was, but. It was just lights out so good because I could taste all the flavors. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that cigar, the light went on. You know what I mean? And I was like, okay, man, this is good. So I went back the next day and bought some more. And then I I just fell in love with Kristoff because I was like, that's the only people making good cigars, right? And then when you run out of those cigars, you go to a cigar shop and start picking out some different ones. And then that's the journey. So... I would say after six, seven months of randomly picking out cigars, I finally smoked a good cigar at the time, and the journey started. So, and it's been a, you know, when you first start out, you know, you smoke a lot of crap. And now it's like when you get to the level that you've been smoking for 10 years or less, I mean, you get to the point where you're just like, oh, I can't smoke crap. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Life's too short. 
Yeah, I was <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I was talking to Doug about that today. Uh, we're just talking about you know the history, like what makes an a an old cigar smoker. Is it the age, or is it how long you've been smoking cigars? Because I've been smoking. I'm 36, but I've been smoking cigars for almost 20 years. To me, that's an so old. That's an old cigar dog smoker. Dog years. That's like 140. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's. So you you start yeah I mean it also makes you a criminal yes but in small but, town but also, in small town Arkansas I mean what I mean there's wasn't a lot to do so but I mean also though you have more knowledge about cigars than probably ninety percent of the people I know that smoke cigars. So you have a lot of cigar wisdom. So I mean you're always one of those guys that we'll let hang around. Speak for yourself, Rob. So um so old is the wrong word. You're looking for the word wisdom. you want to use is experience. No, no, like, but we were talking about like old. So this is no, what you, what you're you said still in the very young. Be- well, no, what you're you said still, in the very beginning. You're still like, young. Like, you could you could have been smoking for forty <laughs> years, and if you're younger than me by a decade, you're young. Right, but, and you are. You're way further than a decade. What are you? Thirty two. I'm 36. 30, 30, 36. Yeah. Ooh, listen to him. He's like, no, I'm 36. Right. Right. <laughs> We're gonna be able to grow a beard you're, soon. You're 15 years younger than uh, me, and you're 20 years younger or 19 than Mark. Yes, that is factually. Once you hit 50, everyone else sucks. That's true. That's <laughs> <actually> true. <laughs> Just, they're all kids. They don't know what the hell hey, they're talking hey, about. And, and once you hit 50, you know that you've got to do all you can to do to survive. Right, right. Life gets <laughs> it's harder. no longer just, you know, <laughs> running across the street when traffic's coming. Now we're like, uh, yeah, that car's going No, I mean, like, my breakfast cons- consists of, like, two Advil and... Uh, you know, some water, you know, get that. Hey, hey Mark, does yours, Mark, Mark's, Mark's going to understand this. Mine starts with a box that has the day of the week on it, and it's got several pills in it. Right. right. That is actually true. Right. Yeah. So, you know what I so do a couple Sundays of Advil. You, 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 you meal prep, but for pills. Right. You know what I yes. do on Sundays before I come up here with you? I put, I prep that box. Right. I mean, don't, yeah, you're taking a couple of Advil. Proferns, we're like, what's this for? I don't even know. Right. Is this one orally? Right. <laughs> Jeez. I haven't entered that phase yet. That's 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 the hey, next phase. I did start doing testosterone injections. And oh, really? I know How's you that don't going? Do that, Aaron. You know what? I can't tell one bit of difference at all. You know, you know my nap schedule. I mean, everybody's aware of my nap yep. schedule, and so I normally taking that between two and four every day and <laughs> i thought if yep. i start taking these injections i would get more energy and what i realized was i like naps so i still t- <laughs> so i'm, you're pr- you're I'm doing the injections yeah, yeah i'm I, dude if you want to know how to take naps i should start a podcast on how to fucking nap <laughs> here's the- you know what i mean okay is is a nap better in your bed or on the couch Oh, fuck. In your bed, dude. I go in the bedroom. I get it completely dark. I strip down butt naked. I roll up into my blanket, and I go to sleep. See, that's not a nap. That's just bedtime. No, no, no. That's a professional nap. That is a professional nap. No, a nap is like on the couch, 
You know, you no. have to like roll up like the shitty th- throw pillow that yeah. like you have to move for the, that's for like for the guests. But you got to so, do that. You got golf in the background. Here's, here's, here's the thing, Aaron. Here's the thing. If I nap in the living room, my wife's going to be pissed. She's like, you're not supposed to be naked on the couch. <laughs> That's, that's, I feel like it's you, my couch, though. True. You can, I mean, yeah, but I mean, she has company over, you know. <laughs> hey, Rob, scoot over. <laughs> so I took testosterone because after my surgery, I had to yeah. for three, four, five years. And Did you notice any difference? So at, right after my surgery, my energy, I went from like post-surgery, walking three or four miles, road of the recovery, and then suddenly I couldn't like, like couldn't walk quarter mile. So I noticed a lot of energy in the short run. Hey, I want to know why you were walking. I want to know why you were walking a quarter of a mile. (laughs) Right. Well, I was trying to get like back, get my, uh, my wind back because I had Mm -hmm. had surgery. And because I would go when I was off, because I was off for like eight weeks, I'd go to the park during the weekdays when all of the mothers were walking and I'd go walk, and they were really sweet, and they'd all have their children, and I would walk around the park, and I'd talk to them. Hey, hey, they were really sweet, and as soon as they walked away, they were like, that old fucking Oh, I'm sure they did. That's fine. <laughs> they can do it. But, I, you know, and, and so I'd go during the day what's, and walk. What's he doing over there behind that tree? <laughs> yeah. So I noticed it in the short run, but in the long run, I quit taking it because it, it, it some uh, the way I was taking it had some negative side effects. Anally? Well, I was actually rubbing a cream on my arm, but that's fine. Or anally. <laughs> Whatever makes Aaron more uncomfortably. You, you you really letting your hair down. Yes. You, you, you want to do this more on your show, right? Oh, man. I would love to have you guys. You know what? You guys should be on the pre-show with us sometime. Do it. I still I still, I still, uh, need to give Brian a hard time about the Super Bowl from last year. You do. By the way, um, Al and hey, Melissa called hats off again for this year. Do yeah. it. Really? They called me What'd like talk about? they called me and asked me a couple of question, music questions like on their podcast. Really? Yeah. The first one was I don't remember, but the second one, who is Elton John's children's godmother? I know Elton John had kids. There you go. So, did you know the answer to that? I did. I didn't know it. I guessed it. Does he have kids? Were you right? I was. Elton was John? it Elizabeth Taylor? No. <laughs> Not that old. Who is it? It's, it's Lady Gaga. No shit. What? So you had to figure somebody who would be a pop star, who would be current. I mean, it was question. Lady Gaga. Yeah, the first question was pretty easy. I don't remember what that. Elton was. John. Wait, no, no, go. I'm, I'm confused. Elton so were John they playing adopted children would be game? my game. They were playing some sort of trivia game. So oh. they called me and they called they called me and I was doing something. Oh, okay. The laundry. And so then they called Nick. Nick got him wrong. And then they called me, and I got him right to, to redeem the podcast community. Hey, I didn't know they, they knew better to even think about calling me. They're like, what does Rob know? <laughs> yeah. Music. You wouldn't, that, you're most, pretty good on music. Well, ish. Certain, cer- certain genres I am. Right. But uh, Eclectic country for 100, Alex. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, that gets It's not Alex right anymore. There. It's always Alex for me. It's a rotating. Hell, Aaron, Aaron <clears throat> Rodgers is going to be a, a host on it. Yeah, I saw that. So, yep. So, um, I'm, are you? I'm not real big on Aaron Rodgers. 
I think he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all times. I think he's passed on some pretty amazing. Oh, I thought women. you meant. Hey, I thought you meant the musician Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I was like, why would he be doing it? Right. No, I think it's the quarterback. I think well, he's no, a pretty damn good quarterback. It's still the same thing, like. Aaron Rodgers, I mean, I, he's he's really intelligent, really smart. Like he's on. Yeah, he's a cow guy. I mean, he's on. He's a douchebag. So Mo went to school with with Rodgers. I know. So, That's dude, I Aaron Rodgers. I, you know what? As a Cowboy fan, I cannot stand that cocksucker. Do you yeah. know how many times he's kept us out of the Super Bowl? And the thing about it he is, hasn't he hasn't kept you out once. He hasn't. By you, guys, the Cowboys. You, you the Cowboys have kept themselves out of the right. Super Bowl. Okay, true enough. True enough. But let me tell you. We would score to take the lead, and there would be like 113 seconds left. And I'm like, they're going to fucking win because Aaron Rodgers is that fucking good. And then what does he do? He marches down like Babe Ruth pointing where he's going to hit a home run. You know what I mean? He's just that cocky. And so as a Cowboy fan, you're like, that dude sucks. I don't want to hear it from you. I'm a Bear fan. I tell you, I I, I I will I will call it. Wow, I can talk to Mark because that's the one team that I can actually brag about the Cowboys. Yeah, they. So Aaron Rodgers, it'll be funny because you watch him with the Bear game, and, and they'll at the end of the half or the end of the game, and they'll leave him enough time, and you just go, "Well, that's well, stupid. That's, that's yeah." Well, it's like the was it the Georgia game? Or was a game? It was it was a football game, and you're going, and the coach just did, he just like. Scored with two minutes left, and you go, "Why? Why did you do that? Why didn't you run some time at the game?" It was it was the Notre Dame. No, I don't remember. I've, I've I've felt the pain too. I mean, the Georgia game. Hey, Andy Reid is Andy Reid is finally getting his shit together, where he knows it's like it was don't the, let off the gas and the Georgia going. Alabama game, and then they uh, then they oh no, it's the Florida Alabama game, and, the, and they asked, but they asked him as he's going off the field and said, um, why did you leave so much time? The, oh, no, we just we were worried about scoring because he, he actually they scored with two minutes left, and you go, well, that's great. It means Alabama's going to score another touchdown. <laughs> Why'd you do that? Well, it's like uh... – But Aaron Rodgers is the same way. Yeah. no, it's. I mean, He's it, the greatest quarterback ever in Green Bay. Well, it's kind of like uh, – Whenever I was and at it's the not close. well, and when I was at the NFC, uh, AFC Championship game up in KC two years ago, and overtime, and Brady got the ball, and it's like, well, yeah. shit, like he's just going to drive down the fucking field, yeah. And I, and I just spent a a thousand dollars to get my heart ripped out out of your chest with your hands. Yes, but it all, yeah. it all, it all worked out. Yeah, it did. It did eventually the next year. That and year the, it didn't work out. and No, not that year. And this year, too, hopefully. Yeah, maybe. I guess we'll find out in a couple of days after this drops. We'll but, see if he... Uh, so yeah. I've, I've already said I'm... Uh, I, I set aside the Davidoff Oro for if we do Jeez. win. And, you and, and the, the $500 and, cigars. And B was like, you know what? I've wanted a reason to smoke that, so I'll smoke it with you. So, And I, and I told the guys on the on the herf that I'll, I'll smoke it while I'm herfing as they can watch me cry. Man tears. Man tears. Well, that'll be nice. Go Bucks. Save you some money. <laughs> just see, wor- worried about your financial health. See, I could, I could just go ahead and bet against the spread and then uh, for the Bucks and then yeah. <clears throat> see how that way you're losing money regardless or winning. Either way, see if you bet again, if you bet for the Bucks and they win, then you win money. I win money. So it's not a total loss, but I'd much rather 
Yeah, my buddy used to Chiefs win. My my buddy used to you know, like seven game parlays, and then <sighs> we'd be down to the seventh game, and he'd bet the contrary to make mm-hmm. sure that he covered. And and I thought, man, a little bit hedging your bets, huh? Yeah, a little hedge. Well, it's it's kind of like when uh, you know I just found out that last week that if you it, we've been shipping a lot of stuff out lately, so if you do a congratulations, so if you do a one night, uh, an overnight shipping through USPS. It's guaranteed. So if you if it doesn't make it there within the next day, you get your money back. So I'm like, well, hell, I'm just going to bet on the come, and then like everything's still so fucked up. I'll just play. I'll just I'm bet. getting stuff. I got my Roma sampler from LCC where I got the Roma water bottle mm-hmm. for super cheap. Man, yeah. it's great package, and yeah. I got it seriously in about seven minutes. Yeah, just just hedge the bet, and you know if it gets there, then awesome. If it gets there, if not. It will still get there in the same amount of time, and you get your money back. I got a like a like a water bottle with the Roma logo on it, really sweet, and a bunch of Roma cigars for like fifty bucks. It was awesome. Weird. I bought the Wander Wanderlust sampler today. So, yay me! You, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. From uh, Roma Craft. Yeah, they there was a site that had a Wanderlust sampler, and they had a bunch of they had about ten uh, Roma cigars. I've been getting into the Romas. That's not true. I'm still deep in the Romas. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you remember your first cigar? So you told your story of, of starting smoking. Do you remember what you were? I, I don't. I I know it was probably. I think it was about an eighteen dollar cigar. So wow, it was. It was. It wasn't. I don't remember. I, I, if I, so, I mean, we'll mark I, it I as a Cohiba. Paint. We'll mark him down in the Cohiba <laughs> no, Royale negative, category. Yeah, negative, negative. I didn't. I do know it was not a Cohiba for some reason. Uh, I never gravitated. I've only probably smoked two Cohibas in my life. One of them was a shitty one that you get anywhere, and the other one. Was one of the, was what's the badass one? It's like a behinky or something. Behinky, yeah. yep. I had one of those, and you know what? I wasn't impressed with that one. Maybe uh, I got it too soon. I don't know. So what are but, those? Those are like a hundred and quarter, one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, something like that. They're not an Oro price. Yeah, Mario, a uh, friend of mine from Canada, who says the problem with the behinky is. It's 50-50. Either the greatest cigar you've ever smoked or complete shit, and it'll piss you off. And he well, buys boxes of those things, so I'm not going to argue with him because he smokes I them all re- the time. I, I remember when I smoked it, it was good, but it wasn't like it knocked Set the my world socks on fire. off. Yeah. And the a guy out of Atlanta actually sent it to me, and he also sent me a Padron Millennial oh. Edition. Oh, and uh, he had, dude, he had a humidor with like three boxes of those. And he was like, dude, I'm going to send you one of these. And I was like, nah, man, that's cool, dude. I appreciate it. But no, I wouldn't feel good about it. And he was like, no, man, I'm sent to you. And he sent me like a package of five cigars. That was one of them. The Cohiba Binky was one of them. A uh, couple of, or a Monte Cristo from Cuba. Wow. Some other Cuban cigar. And... I got to say, the only one that I really enjoyed was the Padron Millennium. The, the Cubans hit and miss, right? Hit Always hit and miss. Yeah, yeah. That's a hell of a bomb right there, dude. That's not, that's, um, 
That's small but deadly. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. When it has a bahiki in it. <laughs> <laughs> and a millennium. <laughs> and a millennium. Yep. So what uh what what type of scars do you do you gravitate gravitate towards? You know, now I'm at a point where I really enjoy all of them. And what I mean by that is like I don't smoke mostly Maduros. I don't smoke mostly Connecticut's. I don't smoke mostly uh, Habanos, San Andreas. I like them all. You know what I mean? And it's just like, what am I in the mood for at the moment? So like, you know, in the mornings, man, I love smoking a good Connecticut or Habano cigar with my coffee in the morning. Usually after lunch, I'll smoke something like a Habano or even a San Andreas. And then in the evening, just whatever floats my boat, man. Cool. Did you guys, and I haven't heard it, did you guys do a top 10 list? We did a top 20 for the year. Ooh, okay, I need to catch And some. let me tell you, so we did a 10 and 10, and my list was better. But uh, <laughs> I misspoke on my number one cigar for the year. I'm not, I'm, I'm not surprised. I said my number one was a Padron 1964 when I meant to say 1926. Oh, wow. So it wasn't a mispronunciation. I didn't realize it it until after the show. I always say, like, I I am not the best at naming cigars or, or like, Mm. just saying the words, but I always know that Rob is just a little bit worse than me. No, no, not a little bit. Not a little bit. I (laughs) murder I, I murder. I like. I was listening to one of your shows one day, and the second you said the word viaje, I texted you before the show was even over. And I was like, "Dude, yeah. you absolutely brutaled the name of, of like saying that." I well, still don't know how to say it. <laughs> viaje, viaje. Yeah, you went like vi, vijaha, and I'm like, yeah, that's, viaggi. That's viaggi. Like, no you, have you heard the new pronunciation for Martinez cigar? I saw it. I saw it written out phonetically, but I didn't. I haven't heard it. Jake so. from Chicago came on and said, "You know, I have not smoked one of those Martinez cigars Martinez, yet." Yes, I, did. I have. Heard <laughs> wow, Martinez. And then he goes, "I'm from the South. We don't know how to pronounce that." And I said, "For the record, we know how to speak Southern or Spanish names in the South. Yeah, we're close to Mexico. We're okay on the Spanish down yeah. there. We know it's Martinez." He goes, no, it's Martinez. Okay, uh, dude. Dude, yeah, yeah. Being from Texas, Martinez, I was like, sweet. What this? What are they out of El Paso? New York City. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so I lit up a new cigar, and now I'm smoking the uh, Viva, Viva La Vida Club 500. Tell you what. So that's, that's, that was my number three of this year. Yep, that was on my top ten. That's yep. just a fantastic cigar. It yeah, is. Yeah, I'm a big fan. That and that's my favorite Vitola of the of the, of the Vivas. Man, that gesture is right behind. Yeah, it's close. But that and the torpedo, v- dude. I, I I gravitate towards the torpedo. Well, you, you, just- you, yeah, you gave me the first Viva I ever had, and came from you. You sent me for the uh, for the tor- torpedoes, and I just gave them out to the guys that worked up here. It's like, hey, try these out. These are like. Evidently new on the market. It's made by AJ, so let's try them Dude, out. Dude, let, let's let's talk about who's sending who. Mark, early on, yep. Aaron sent us, well, he sent me a box 
of Xeno. What, what were they? Uh, what so were you, they? you got the Xeno Platinum uh, Exclusive Series. The 2018 yes. with the Little Rocks box? The 218, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, I still have the box, by the way. Box I don't save badass. boxes. But, dude, I had never smoked Xeno ever because we, they're not available around here. And, well, like a moron... I went to the shop with that whole box and let everybody <laughs> smoke them with me. Hey, you're, you're only. They probably hey, loved you. Know you. What? Oh, of course, because I always share. Yeah. And when I left the shop, I had four left. So, uh, you know, I got one at the shop and then four more at the studio. But I was like, wow, I didn't know how freaking good these were. Mm -hmm. <laughs> have you smoked the 2020? I have not. It is. It's the exact opposite, but still just as good. It's. I think it's that 2018 is a great cigar. Mm -hmm. 2020 is a is a just. It's it's probably got the. It's one of the. It's just a great cigar. If, if you like a cigar that has spice, but not like heat spice, but more like baking spice, oh, that would mm -hmm. be the one for you. A lot of like nut, right. nutmeg, cinnamon style. Yep. Well, hey, now have you had the Christoph? JT Signature oh, Series. God, I love that cigar. Oh, yeah. We had, Dude. so we actually had uh, Trudeau up here uh, last February. So we're, we have, we're lucky enough to be one of the shops where he sells that cigar at. Yep. And it sells like wildfire. It's, Christoph is crazy up here. We have a, yeah, it's in, a big following. I got one in Lubbock at Smoker's Haven and I fell in love with that cigar, man. Mm -hmm. Every time I go to Lubbock, I got to go get some more. Well, yeah. that's, I mean, that's, Mark, that's one of your favorite all-time cigars, right? Yep, I love that cigar. Yeah. So when I send cigars to people, so I'm sending a cigar because it's unique to, to just a few shops. Do you have, do you you have my address? I do. <laughs> and I do need to. I'm not sending you a JT signature because you've had that, but I, I do need to send you some cigars. <laughs> I haven't had one in a really long time. Okay, we'll fix that. No, that's a, it's hey, a, that's hey, a good one. Dude. I and I I'm very disappointed. Like that cigar is not on the top twenty-five. And of course, hey, I don't know if I haven't told anyone, but this week tomorrow show is me and Bryant going over Cigar Aficionado's top twenty-five list oh, cool. and then rating Cigar Aficionado's job. Nice. What was the number one cigar this year? Was uh, was the Rocky e. Patel? Carrillo. No, E.P. Carrillo. The, oh, that's right. Uh, the, the pledge. Yeah. Because that's the one where Brandon and I argued. Because uh, I, I said, EP's been the number one a bunch, and he was like. Well, it was number one two years ago, and then it was number like two five years, five years ago. Yeah, five they years. also do a lot of advertising. Oh, yeah. But EP, oh, just yeah. EP I'm an EP guy. I like the EP Carrillos, but. Um, but it, number one of the whole Kabang. Yeah, no, on. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I like a lot okay. of their cigars from about five, ten years ago. I thought, hey, those Aaron, were really you good. can probably tell that my rating of cigar aficionados list well, is not very good. Is way lower than Brian's. I was, I mean, this year I was actually impressed. It was actually a very good list. There but, was some, but cigars the number, on but the number one, I, I, no, 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 and we gave them credit. With. We we gave them credit where credit was due. Yeah, was I mean, Crook they on did, there? They did have some very good so. cigars. No, like hey, a, how in the hell was the gatekeeper in the top ten? I know, and that was that was on my top ten last year. I mean, I actually like that one a lot. That's the Alec and Bradley one so that I'm I like. Not a fan. But it was a good enough cigar. But you, it was a good one. When you talk about Alec Bradley, let's go to the fine and rare 2019. Oh, see, I'm liking I'm liking what his what his his sons Alec and Bradley are doing better than what he's doing. 
I mean, you got the gatekeeper, the blind faith. You like that better than the fine and rare? I do. Yeah. Oh. See, he knows a lot, but his flavor profile still needs to grow some, Mark. See what yeah. you can do. <laughs> He's not old enough. Oh, please. <laughs> please. No, but like, because the, 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 the old guy, his stuff is <laughs> fine and rare, uh, not bold and in your face. It's fine. You got to appreciate the finesse. See, and I'm I'm a punch to the face kind of guy. You're you're a speed metal guy. I get it. <laughs> you know, I've learned that he isn't he isn't totally a speed metal guy. No, I'm a little bit of everything other you know, than country. Other than country, yeah. yeah. Got some old school in there, you know. Just, you do. No, but like I, the twenty five year, year uh, the twenty five list this year was okay. It was pretty good. I mean, I was glad to see there Bill, wasn't like, the egregious I mean, Billy, mistakes. Billy and Gus at sixteen. Yeah, yeah that, was, been that was the one I was thinking. Because um, to be honest with you, the Crook of the Crown isn't uh, everywhere, and I love Billy and Gus's. Uh, the Viva is, I think, is a great scar. Uh, but for Crook of the Crown, was the Viva be- better than the Gatekeeper? Yes. Yeah, I I, I think so. so. Yeah. I yeah. think so. And what was the Gatekeeper like? Seven? Oh shit! I, I'm. I don't know if it broke 10. But if you have a top 20 I list. I thought it was in the top 10. Was it? Wow. You have a top 25 list and you don't have Crook of the Crown. No. That's I realize a, it's not in wide enough distribution and they're not advertising and I understand yeah. that. But the Crook of the Crown <clears throat> by Stolen Throne is seriously, that's a top three cigar. That cigar is, I mean, it's just. So wow, I've, top I've, three. It's so, yeah. number two for me. So I fully wow. started smoking in my truck now. I, I detailed it for two hours Friday inside. Inside looks like it's brand fucking new. So, I, so I, then you started smoking? I did. So I wanted to like to reward myself. You know what? Because my thing is. <laughs> Let's fuck up the detail. No, like, so I, I have a 30. That's, I have a, I have that's a 30, kids nowadays. I have a 32 minute drive. I haven't cleaned my truck in months. And I smoke like a fucking freight train in there. Oh, so but here, the reason why is because it's filthy. So here's the thing. Like I have a 32 minute drive to work every day. I have a bunch of cigars that I'm just never going to smoke if I just don't smoke them. So I'm now to the point of like, you know, what? I'm going to have a cigar every morning at five o'clock in the morning going yeah. to work when I come home. But I smoke the that crook of the crown on the way up to work today. Yeah. I forgot how smoky that thing is. Yeah, it was like I was chiefing in yeah. my truck no, on the way smoking. here. It's a, and I was but like, it's so good. Oh god! And it was rainy, and like the window was just cracked just a little bit. And I was like. It is so fucking great in my truck. I forgot how much that thing just yeah. billows smoke. He looks like Cheech and Chong rolling I, down, I down the windows. I opens did. the door and it comes out. It was out. like a big plume Sam of smoke. Sam and Gmo were talking about that on the, on the Discord today. And they were, Sam was saying, I don't get smoke except for when I go to work. Mm-hmm. Right? It almost makes you want to go to work. But Gmo was going, I wish I could smoke in the county van. Well, that, I mean, that's what it like. Uh, I'm... The, whenever I buy the cabinet shop, that is the one thing that I'm going, the rule is going to change. Like, I will now be smoking cigars. Around all the sawdust and stuff? Throughout the day. Yeah, because right now, it's not as Wouldn't flammable. that be dangerous? Eh, yeah. Okay. Now, what about the cabinets? Would the cabinets smell like cigar smoke? Nah. No, because, because, okay. because with what I do, I'm the cut guy. I'm the main cut guy. So, I'm just at the table saw. You know, for majority He's of my the day, I'm, so like I'm when you feeding get, everybody. Cut me, sounds Mick. like a yeah. good. <laughs> hey, sounds like a good way to cut off a finger. Yeah, I, I, I've been doing it for twenty Cigar years. Got one hand. Yeah, but yeah, but you're not smoking. They you start smoking. Oh, that shit will just stay in the mouth. They don't call him nine figure shuttleworth for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and then it'll just stay in the mouth. 
But no, so anyways, back to your point. I'm rewarding myself now by yeah. cleaning my truck, by those, smoking Those super it. shots would be ideal because those are those yeah. are really nice um, short ones. That's mm-hmm. a, um, I, I did for a while. I would smoke in my... Um, <laughs> my Camry that I eventually gave to my niece, my poor niece. Um, but, uh, and I would smoke, go to play poker like an hour and a half. Yeah. I'd drive an hour and a half and I'd chief on the way back, uh, just to stay awake after playing cards with old people. <laughs> and, uh, that's the name of the show. <laughs> the old people. And, uh, man, it would just, the next morning people would get in at like for work and they'd go, wow. Yeah. Well, no. We so like we, we went, we went Friday to, uh, to the store to pick up stuff for dinner. I was like, let's take my truck. It's already parked outside. You know, I don't want, we'll just take it. And uh, she gets in there. She's like, oh, what is that smell? I was like, yeah, I've been smoking cigars in here. Yeah, it is skunk. <laughs> it doesn't, yeah, you can't, you can't get that out. But it's one of those things, like, it smells like cigars already in there just from work and from other stuff. Sure. So I was like, no, if it no. already smells like it, I might as well just fucking smoke in it. Lean in. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, the truck, I've put every single mile on that truck. So it's, I've broken it. Let me in tell fine. you this, Aaron. And this is, this is, uh, this is all fictitious, fictitious story I'm fixing to tell you. But like in my work vehicle, I, I have a company car. And fictitiously, I was in Temple, Texas. And I was sitting there at a crossing about to go to the office. And this long train's going by. So I'm sitting there puffing on my cigar. And right as the last car's going by the crossing, I'm puffing out a big old puff of smoke. And as it clears, I can see the boss sitting in a vehicle facing me. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I dropped my cigar (laughs) out the window. I pull up next to him and he's like, you weren't smoking in there, were you? And I was like, I would never do that, sir. And he was like, all right, have a good day. (laughs) (laughs) I love fiction. Yeah, no, it never happened. Never happened. Show me the proof. Right. Yeah, so, you know, it's one of those things. And the thing about it is everybody has brand new cars for their company cars. Mine's a 2011 Ford Explorer with 220,000 miles on it. And they've offered me new cars, and I'm like, nah, nah, I'm still good with this <laughs> one. Because, you I'm know, good. nobody gives a shit about that old fucking car. Well, right? it's, like, it's like whenever we have the reps come in, and, like, they fly into Memphis, but they got to drive all the way up to Northwest. Like, I would say, like, oh, do you just not, like, smoke in the truck, in the car? He's like, no, what we'll do is, like, I'll get the car. He'll call the dealer to be like, hey, this car smells like smoke. And the dealer would be like, oh, you can return it. And then be like, no, nah, I'm already on the road. It's okay. And then, like, he'll just <laughs> smoke the whole time. <laughs> right. Let me tell you something, dude. I had to go to Nebraska last year for work, and <laughs> they rented me a brand-new 2020 uh, Suburban, a four-wheel drive, all the latest technology. I got in it at Omaha, Nebraska, drove, like, three and a half hours to Hastings, Nebraska, and for a solid week, I smoked in that motherfucker just every day. <laughs> and when I went back to take it back, I got out, and they were like, all right, have a good one. And I was like, like bye. <laughs> I was like, I mean, it's just like I, I just started doing that because I used it as like a Friday treat to myself after a work week. You know, Mark, I'm, he's I'm getting a little older. He's I am getting, getting a little, little older. Right. Getting, getting a little older, a little grayer. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself on Friday, leaving the shop, going back home. Sure. 
going to have a cigar. But now it's to the point of like, fuck that. I'm going to smoke it every day. <laughs> like take it to the full extreme. Always. Well, you're, you're getting there. I think in 10, 15 more years, you'll be able to grow a beard. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm hoping, I'm hoping one day. Yeah. Let me, so like I get, I get compliments uh, on the beard when I'm like when I'm just out, like yeah. people will be like, Oh, I love your beard. And my go-to, like I can, I'll say thanks, you know, whatever. But I got to the point, I'm like, thanks. I get it from my mom and the look that they give me <laughs> because they're just kind of like confused. And I'll just like go nice. off. But then, <laughs> but, but you're then like, I, no, 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 not on her face. <laughs> <laughs> it's on her chest. Your poor mom, your poor mom who, who takes so much guff. From the show, he's got to put up with you swearing like a sailor. It's just horrible. She's uh, a saint. She is a saint. She raised she raised three boys. Three hell raising so, hey, boys. Man, that's that's what my mom did. Raised three boys, man. Oh, she's she's one. Of the Where guys. do you fall into the mix? I'm the oldest. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I'm I'm the oldest, and I mean, she grew up with twin brothers too. So, so she's I mean, she's she, dialed into the. Uh, so did so did my mother, like dude. Me. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. So like so my 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 mi- mother my my mother had twin brothers also. Really? Yeah. Wow. Are you That's sure how, you two aren't the same people? We might be. I mean, Jones Shuttleworth, so close. <laughs> it feels like it's one letter <laughs> off. And I have a beard just like he has, but it's below the belt line. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing you one know, of your sponsors. I'm guessing one of your sponsors isn't Manscaped. No, no. <laughs> Manscaped. <laughs> I was talking about my ankles. <laughs> uh, gross. Gross. Yes, gross. <laughs> yeah. This uh, my scar is about done. Yeah, I mean this one. I mean, is... I'm going to light up another one here gonna, in a second. Yeah, I was going to see what I have in my Peter James case, and uh, oh, uh, look at you, all cross branding and stuff. Um, uh, I did not bring any cigars in my Project Carbon one, but... I'll see what I got in here. Well, I have one right here. What do you got? Oh, yeah, we do have that. Um, so, uh, but yes, this has been a nice cigar. I, um, uh, I'm a fan of the 64, although I prefer the Maduro. Um, uh, you the know 64, what? I, I, I disagree with Rob. I'm not a 26 fan as much. <laughs> I love the 26, but the 64 to me is the... I'm the rare guy who says, I like the 64 Maduro. I tell you what, I do like the 64 on the 85th anniversary. That is Oof. a phenomenal cigar. Yeah. See, what, what was the one that I sent you? Uh, didn't I send you and, and Bryant a Padron? Was it the no, 90th? Sent, <clears throat> oh, yes, yes, in the little tin. Yeah, so those, I mean, those are the, those are probably my favorites. So what have you been smoking recently, Rob? Anything good that I need to try? Dude, I know they're here here's cigars that you need to try 100%. They have just blown me away. They're a new company. It's an all black owned company. Cool. They're a Dallas company and they make definition cigars. And okay. if you haven't tried them, which I'm going to guess you haven't cuz they're no. mainly just available in the Metroplex right now. Down at the Leaf, they just got them. So if you want to get some, just call Jay. Yeah. And, dude, I mean, they have a line of about six cigars, and I haven't smoked one that I didn't like. Most of them blew me away. The only one that didn't blow me away was they make one that's kind of like a large flying pig, and I smoked it. I was excited about it, and I did not really 
like get my rocks off while I smoke. Okay, them. I've actually, I've actually the had one of these before. Good. Yeah, it's actually really yeah, good. It's it's uh they don't do a regular band. They do colored lace. Yeah, it's a lace around. Yeah. Okay. So I'll have to try anyway, that. those guys shout out to them, man. Uh, I met one of the owners. Super nice guy, and for a company that young. To produce quality, just one after the next, just blows me away. Yeah. Okay. That I will have to call Jay. Yeah, I actually got. Um, uh, it was the one with the yellow lace. I don't. I don't know the name, but uh, Taz gave it to me. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that would be in Taz's neighborhood. Yep. Um, Do you either one of you guys like uh, Cameroon? I very much like Cameroon. Mm-hmm. The the green lace is the Cameroon, and it is lights out. My favorite dude. Okay. Well, now I know what to order. Yeah, I'll have to look to see which one it was, but it was the uh, it was the yellow one, and that's what caught my eye was the uh, was the band because it, it's not you like your lace. It's well, I, I mean, I do, um, but it's, it wasn't your traditional paper band. It was something I've never seen before, and it was, it was and it's on a really good looking cigar. I mean, the cigar itself is like a, a LFD cabinet six. It doesn't even need a band, so yeah. don't gaudy it up with some print just put some lace on it now it's fucking sexy as hell uh-huh. and that's what cigar should be the cigar should be sexy right hell yeah i mean that's how it is they don't call me the big sexy for nothing <laughs> i don't think anybody called you the big sexy. oh no i was like oh, no, you're can wrong. we get what? can we put, hey can we get them on camera i need to see who's calling you that <laughs> so so for the record double g wife april Whenever I oh, come that on, is, that is right. I, I, she I was, refers I was, to me. I remember that the big sexy's big on, sexy, and she yeah. goes, "We're going to get matching big sexy shirts." And I said, "Damn straight, we are." I remember. I do remember that because that happened. She's awesome, by the way. A couple weeks ago, when we were on, yeah. yeah because I remember, I was like, sh- I shot you a look. I'm like, oh, really? She's awesome. All right, so we're, we're supposed har- to go out to TPE together, and they're going to be out there, and uh, which is like the second week of May, and so. Her and Paula and in Vegas may be a little dangerous. <laughs> All right. What, hey, what, what, so what, I'm going to have to look at booking a room for TPE. Yes. Like, where are y'all, where are y'all hanging out? I'm, I believe we're going to try to get our timeshare. So we, right, we get the Marriott. So, yeah, the, yeah. The, I, I know a bunch of friends are staying at the MGM, which... They, they booked the MGM before they told me, and they said, isn't that awesome? And I said, I refuse to go back to that casino, just yeah. for the record. And when, and we, when we go to Vegas, we just stay. <laughs> hey, is that because you're not allowed? No, that's because that uh, that's the place where we huddled after the shooting. So I just don't have good memories oh, of that casino. And, so gotcha. they, and they said, well, we'll make better memories. I yeah. said, we'll see. <laughs> and, we, and we just stay with our in-laws, or with my in-laws, yeah. since that's where most parents live. Yeah. But there'll be a ton of people out there. A bunch of people we know are going out there and just like herfing it up. I don't even think they're going to the show. Yeah, I mean, I think you, we're just going to walk around naked and smoke yeah, cigars you, on the you strip. You can get a uh, you can get a media pass, Rob. Yeah. Sweet. Do I need to send them an email or something on that? Yeah, I'd probably just contact TPE and they can get you hooked up. Yep. Are you getting a medium pass? Because I'm not going to the show. I'm just going to uh, walk yeah, around. Yeah, naked I'll probably and get a media cigars. pass th- through through Brandon. So we're lighting up something different as well over here on this side. So we're going with the uh, Hoya de Nicaragua Antonio. I've had this one This is time. not the dark Antonio. This is the light Antonio. It, this is the lighter one. I forget the, let's see what, what size this and is. And this isn't the 1970 
Antonio. No, this is the Robusto Grande, five and a half by fifty-two. And these are these have been around forever, but I like these cigars. Yeah, we uh, they're fairly yeah they're they've been around for a hot minute, uh, but they're uh, we brought these into West End probably two Spicy. months ago or so. Yeah, it it has a very earthiness quality that I like. Yeah. Uh, that hey man, have y'all been smoking the uh, Fonseca? I've not. Nope. Have you tried it? No. It's been a while since I've smoked a Fonseca, I think. Dude, I just started smoking them. I think they're fantastic. They're a nice medium, barely maybe a medium plus with some good, you know, earthy tones with some spice. And it's it's not overpowering, but it's just a really nice flavor profile. Tell you what, I've been smoking the shit out of recently is the um, 2020 egg rolls. Oh, yes. Bryant's been smoking the shit out of those. I haven't had the 2020. <sighs> These, they're sweet. They have a little bit of sweetness, just natural sweetness. Uh-huh. And they are really pleasant and they are shorter. Yeah. Um, and as much as I hated the chopsticks, which I really did. The chopsticks. Yeah, I, I love the original I love the original egg roll. The original egg roll was fantastic. Yeah. This, the this chop one. suey sucked. I didn't I wasn't a huge fan of the chop suey, but this one this is better than the original egg roll. Really? I think so. Let me try that out then. Plus they have this ceramic if you get twenty five, you get a you can get a ceramic it's a ceramic ashtray. Yeah. Uh, it's really kind of badass. Like a, did you get that? It I is didn't yet. I'm trying not to Brian buy cigars. It. That no, it's I, I keep I see it and then I think I don't need more cigars and then later I think I need it and then they're sold hey, out. I'll tell you this: not only does Bryant have it, his wife bought it for him for Christmas and he didn't even know. That's pretty badass. Brian must must yeah. be a good husband. Yeah, he man, he's a good everything. <laughs> I know. I know your wife seemed concerned when you fell over like a fucking redwood the other day, so she must <laughs> she must be fond of you. Well, the thing about it is, I asked her, what the hell took you so long? <laughs> so I've seen the video. She was pretty quick in there. I mean, she you don't want to get within the blast radius. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the funny thing is, she was walking ahead of me. I fell. And so she didn't know I fell until she heard me moaning like a stuck pig. And then she was like, what happened? Because, <laughs> you know, when I went down, it was pretty quick. It was not, it was, it seemed like millisecond. <laughs> See if you wear real yeah, shoes. In weeks, in weeks, in yeah, weeks. Wear, wear, wear real shoes Man, and there's, that will When you fall, I tell you, there's a, there's a hiking trail in St. Louis um, down by the river, the Katy Trail. And there was this little thing where you could walk up and you could get up on a bluff and look over the river. It was really great. And there was this thing where you walk and I've probably been on that trail three times and I've tripped over the same route all three times <laughs> and I've done what Rob did, but I wasn't drunk. I just, it was just one of those where my hands weren't up and I just like fell over every time. And I'm no, just, I didn't say I was drunk by the way. Okay. Well, I just said I'd had some bourbon. Okay. Oh, well he was stone sober. Stones. Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't like I was laying down in the yard after a herf, Mark. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> That's fair enough. We all have those days. I've been on yes. enough herfs with Rob where I understand what he's saying. I, I understand what Rob's saying. I, I get I get the I get the reference. 
That's one of the reasons I had to quit doing herfs. <laughs> oh, they're tough. Well, and I, I've now, because we've been doing these online herfs with the Discord. So, like, and like during the week, they'll be on until three in the morning. And you go, dude, I, I got a job. I got to get yeah. up in the morning. Well, see, that's why I always did mine on Saturday nights. But the thing about it is, it's like you say, they go till two, three in the morning. Well, I come out here in the studio, sit down, and start getting on a herf. I open up a ball of bourbon. And then, you know, when you're drinking for five, six hours, yeah. it's like I'm not even drinking because I'm I'm drinking because I'm thirsty. You know? <laughs> right. And when you're drinking bourbon, when you're thirsty, that's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a Friday night. We were in bed at 920. It was glorious. Yeah. It was nice. Like I, I looked at her. I was like, we're so old. And this is nice. I don't want to go out there and do like the normal Friday night thing, even though we, it's kind of hard to at this point anyways, but like we had pizza, like we normally do on Fridays. And I was like, I'm tired. Let's just go watch community in bed. And then I slept for 11 hours, woke up at eight o'clock on uh, Sunday, on Saturday. Saturday. It was, uh, I was like, wow. I noticed you didn't come up and see the soccer game. No, because I was, I was still asleep. And then. Dude, one day when I had COVID, I went to bed at four in the afternoon and got up at noon the next day. That's wow. 20 hours. Yeah. That's a good, uh, yeah. When it gets you that COVID, I mean, it, it's, uh, it hits you pretty good. I mean, but the, evidently the way you sleep though, I mean, I can see how that'd be so comfortable and you know. well, you know, <laughs> the bad thing is when you sleep that long, you don't get to take a nap at two the next day because you just got up at noon you'd be like a cat or a baby i mean (laughs) yeah well you can still nap it's just harder yeah gotta be a little more yeah but not on my schedule you know i like two to four so if i don't get up till noon it's it's hard for me to get back yeah Yeah. then i want to take a nap at six in the evening yeah i got a text from bear when he heard himself on the podcast and he just texted me that he loved me, and I, I shared that. And he said, and I also love naps. And I said, <laughs> naps naps are glorious. <laughs> and I said, I, I love both you and naps, my friend. See, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm anti-nap. I don't like the way I feel oh, after a nap. Oh, no, 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 no. That's because no. you're not doing it right. Yeah. You're already telling me you're on the sofa. Right. That's, 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 uh-uh. I just don't like, you, I, don't, I don't like the feel. You don't know how to do it. When you get to be 50, <laughs> if I'm still alive, yeah, you, kids, you need you to don't holler know. at me and let me know. Hey, I know what you were talking about 15, 16 years ago. Rob, I'll, yeah, I'll call you in 14 I've years. I've got Rob's next money-making idea. Rob's book on naps. He is, he is the... <laughs> He's the uh, he's the Dalai Lama of naps. Step one, strip yes. down. Yes. Step oh, two, dude, go to bed. I mean, let me no, tell you no, something. No, 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 no. Let me tell you something. I don't believe in clothes because you cannot be comfortable <laughs> if you're wearing clothes. Yeah, you can find some clothes that are pretty darn comfortable, but when you get naked, that's that's complete comfort you know what i mean i mean when i go to the bathroom i get naked if i gotta (laughs) sit on the throne i get completely naked and i could be at my house i could be at your house i can guarantee you though if i'm in the bathroom with the door closed i can tell you where you're i can tell you where you're not coming (laughs) to my house hey that's what she said (laughs) 
I think Gator would agree with you. See, I, I'm, I'm like Saturday. We're just lounging around the house. Yes, yesterday, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm fully dressed, like shoes on, hat on, hoodie on. And Mo's like, "Why are you fully dressed?" I'm like, "This is what I'm comfortable in. This like, I can't. I don't. Everybody. What's the opposite of claustrophobia? Like, open phobia. Open phobia. Like, I hate like." Open bodies of water, open fields of land. If you're just stuck in the middle of it, Being like naked, open like sky, <laughs> like that freaks me out to no end. Aaron, so I have to let me f- tell you yeah. something. I have been completely butt naked at Seven Eleven in the bathroom. God, <laughs> um, I'm not ever getting naked at Seven Eleven in any situation. See, I would, and now I'm kind of confused on how you got. I'm confused how you got COVID when you were naked at Seven Eleven. You'd think you'd have every antibody that ever no, no, around. No. That was in the early days. I don't stop at Seven Elevens now. I mean, when when you get older, you're not stopping at Seven Eleven. You're stopping at the hotel because you know their bathroom is nice. God. I agree with that. Seven Eleven. In general, hey. convenience stores, bad bathroom. I was in 7-Eleven once, completely naked, and the light burned out. So I'm completely in the dark, trying to put my clothes back on sure. after I finished my business. Sure. That was not a good experience. Yeah. And I was late to work. <laughs> well, I feel like I him, think- him and Nick need to get together at Denny's. And, they uh, do. <laughs> yeah. I would love to get together with Nick anywhere. That dude, he cracks me up. I tell you, we uh, so I, I I went up to St. Louis. Uh, we had a Martinez event up there <laughs> at uh, at their shop. Uh, so mean, Martinez. Come on. <laughs> no, no. Dave Dave leans into it. Oh, he leans. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, I met uh, Gator and Al and Nick and. Uh, they are just they are like you would expect them to be the coolest guys ever and uh, it was it was amazing uh gator and nick and i went to this uh, on thursday night and paula went to this um jazz cigar bar and they were playing oh, jazz nice. and we we're just and sitting you could there smoke having, cigars in there yeah and we we're just having the greatest oh. time and gator and nick are telling stories that are not allowed to be told on air right for <laughs> and trust me they're not allowed to be told on air yeah um, man, Gator's hilarious. Oh. Hey, if there's stories that can't be told on their show, no, I'm not sure mankind, <laughs> yeah, should hear these stories. <laughs> no, well, there's stories that that are not inappropriate. They just involve people that you that, that in their they're just they, oh they shouldn't be told because they. Ah, uh, let me tell you something. One day, I we were doing the show, and I said. Uh, Let's just call up Nick. And, you know, we're in the middle of the show. And I call him up. I'm like, how you doing, buddy? He's like, oh, I'm doing good. Next thing you know, we're talking. And next thing you know, he's telling me some top secret shit that nobody knows. And I'm like, fuck, man, you just ruined it. I can't even put this on the show. And he's like, you're fucking recording this? And I was like, yes. He was like, you son of a bitch. He is. So well, we had him that, on. that. That is in the vault and is not allowed to ever come out. He he was on. He, we had him on, and he, he in, for the first fifteen minutes, for the record, probably the funniest fifteen minutes we've ever recorded. And he he actually told something that was so inappropriate that he actually said, 
are we recording? <laughs> and you're going, yeah, uh, no. Because we then heard his side of the story from whenever you called him. Yeah. Oh, no shit. He did tell, because he he was, did tell that. Because he was like, this motherfucker called me, and I'm just like, blah, 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 blah. And just like, yeah. So we heard his side. Yes. Yeah. He so told you us to be aware. The details. Yes. I left out details, but yeah. y'all know the details. Yeah. So you know why it was so funny. Yeah. 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 He is, uh, he's hilarious. He, yeah. It was cool meeting them. And it, although, and we smoked outside, so it was like 30 degrees. Mm-hmm. It was like two in the morning. Gator and I and Nick and the Martinez guys are smoking outside. We're smoking the Martinez. new Gators, the Gator and the Bishop cigar. And it's like two in the morning. Gator's out there so, with his. So you smoked one of those? Yes. They're very How good. How are they? They're very good. Awesome. The Bishop is your type of cigar. The, the Bishop. The Gator is a really good Connecticut, um, which I enjoyed very much, but the Bishop's great. Um, it was my newcomer of the year just because it was so cool. For us in the podcast business to have a cigar that's in by one of us. Yeah, you want to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Man. Yeah. But we're smoking it. And, and the Gator, fact that it is I'm, good, too. Gator is, yeah, has got shorts on. I'm actually on. working on a cigar right now that's a complete dog rocket. It's going to be the shittiest cigar <laughs> Well, I look forward to smoking it. It's called the Jones. <laughs> and Gator, it's 30 degrees. We're, we're outside, no fire pit. He's, he's free balling shorts. Mm-hmm. He's, got his, he's got his drug rug uh, shirt on, right? Like, the, you know, the drug rug. The, hi- the hippie And flippy the hippie flop, the hippie hoodie. And he's got flip-flops on. And you're going, it's 30. That sounds exactly like what I wear. (laughs) Right. You're going, it's 30 degrees. Didn't you prepare? He said, well, I thought we'd be smoking inside. (laughs) (laughs) If you ever see me in sandals, just something, you know, something has gone wrong in my life. Yes. Now, why, why is that? Why is that? What do you have against the old? He doesn't like open spaces. I just, it's just something. He hates, (laughs) he hates the Dixie chicks. See, see, flip flops. Go for a guy who hates clothes because they're as open as you can be without just being barefooted, uh, which I would be fine with, but a lot of places wouldn't let you in that. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to look at my feet. I don't want to look at other people's feet. I just why were why are you looking at my feet? Because like what kind of weirdo are you? Hey, <laughs> faces up here, big boy. It's, it's just one of those things. It's like it's gray. Like you, that's when you realize, like when you walk into a place and you know something's not right. That's how I am. Like, wow, there's like fucking toes or just out. So do you not like high heel sandals? You know, like a high heels? High heel sandals? Like on girls? Like on a hot chick. Totally different for women. Totally different for women. Oh, you're sexist pig. So you're homophobe. Just, homophobe. Just, I don't want to see dudes' feet. I don't want to see my... I mean, honestly, like, Mo doesn't but wear... why are you looking at their feet? It's just one... I'm not What's looking. It's you? just one of those things. It's like if somebody... Okay, if a dude came in and his dick was hanging out of his pants, even though you're not looking totally, at it, you're no, going to totally see it. different. Totally different. I don't think you can make that comparison. You would see it. You're across... You, yeah, they're, they're different things, dude. Be, oh, he's oh, just wow. pointing out that it'd be obvious. Oh, right, right. I mean, because of the dark jeans and the white. Right. <laughs> you'll have to run it. Old, you'll, you'll have to run it past our editorial fat. board of Mo <laughs> and ask if it's appropriate. That's what usually happens. Like I give her the headphones and I like and I have her listen to it. It's like, and then I look at her reaction. If she laughs, I'm golden. If she gives okay. me the side eye, I'm like, okay, I'll take that out. See, dude, my wife gives me the side eye almost after every show. When I tell her some of the things we talked about, she's like. Paul has listened to only three episodes. 
I made her listen to the three episodes, the first ones, and just because we talked about her, and, uh, and then then she bitched that I called her bougie. <laughs> see, see, Mo calls me expensive, so that's. <laughs> I, I said she was high high maintenance because we got VIP passes. Oh, I do remember that. She was oh she was mad about that. <laughs> I mean, if you bring it up to her now, she'll still get wound up about it and bark at me. Here's the story that my wife did not like me telling on the show. So I'm always texting people stuff that's very inappropriate. That is correct. Oh yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And so I sent my wife this video, not because it was inappropriate, but I am a big believer that automation is coming lightning speed. Yep. And I had been talking about automated or autonomous semi-trucks. And so I saw this video and these people are taping with their or filming with their iPhone and they're like, motherfucker, look, there's one of those trucks right there. That's one of those fucking trucks. It didn't have a driver. So anyway, I forward that to my wife. And about 10 minutes after I sent it to her, I realized she's at church in a Bible study. So I sent her a message. So I sent her a message that says, don't open this now. And she says, too late. <laughs> I thought you were in it. There's a video allegedly of uh, a couple having sex at going like 80 miles per hour in a Tesla. Oh, in a Tesla, yeah. Yeah, and you just—I thought that's the one you were going to say that you sent to your wife because it was no, like driving the, by itself. She turns that video on, and the first thing you hear is, "There's one of those motherfucking trucks." <laughs> so, anyway, that didn't go well. Have you? Yeah. But you know. To my defense, my brother, my wife told my brother this, and he was like, you opened the text from Rob while you were in a Bible <laughs> right, <study?"> right. <laughs> So, yeah, so technically it's your fault. Right. Right, exactly. <laughs> I think we all know that that was a bad idea. But you get in that moment where you go, oh, I wonder what he sent me, and then you think, mm. you open it and you go, oh, yeah, hey. oh, yeah. Not long ago, I posted on Facebook a QR code with no information, just the QR code. <laughs> and my wife was the first one to respond to it. And in the comments, she said, you're not getting me this time. <laughs> it's like whenever, whenever, uh, whenever Mo and I were just dating and she still lived out in California. And back when I had Snapchat, she would send me something and be like, it would be like, don't open this around anybody. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm sure she'll love you yeah. telling that story. Oh, yeah. Me, me, me and Mark don't have those stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Paula has a hard rule about pictures involving her in any way. I, I, full, I, I know the NSA has so many pictures of me out there. It's just unbelievable. I'm sure they do. All right, let's bring it back to cigars a little bit. Yes, okay. C cigar. <laughs> no. Is this a cigar show? No. We are 60% bullshit, 40% cigar. That's what we've always We got to raise the cigar factor. <laughs> we got to raise it up a little bit. All right, do you have a most memorable cigar, either a cigar itself or an experience? Yeah, man. And, you know, it's funny because I remember the cigar I was smoking and it's one of the worst cigars that I ever liked. And I say I remember the name of the cigar. I'm not sure I remember it 100%, but I can 
point you in the direction of what it was, but it was a Sinclair bamboo. I don't know if you remember those, but they were really cheap and they were really shitty. But at the time, I loved them because they were just a spice bomb. You know what I mean? And it was like, oh, I can taste this. This is great. But anyway, what was so special about it was that I smoked it with my dad before he passed. And he smoked one. I smoked one. And my mother had just passed away. And my father passed away 41 days after my mother did. And I moved down up to Lubbock with him, and I stayed with him for like 38 of the last 41 days. And we shared a cigar out on the front porch, and it was that's my most memorable cigar. Wow. Wow. That's, um, yeah, I bet you that's memorable. That's, uh, hey, I- and I'll tell you what. Tim was there. Tim smoked a cigar with me and my dad that day. Yeah. That's, that's a, my dad is a non-smoker. He, he, I shouldn't say that. He smoked cigarettes when I was a young child, but that, that's a pretty common one. Although that is, that's in particular with the timing of everything. And that's, yeah. that's, that's a big, that's a big time moment. No, I mean, it's like, I, I was glad that I was, I was, I've smoked two cigars with my dad. Mm-hmm. I never thought I'd smoke one, but I've been lucky enough I smoked two. And, uh, you know, that's, you know, one of the things we always ask everybody is, you know, what's your most memorable? That's the only answer that can change because at one time that what, like, it was something else. It was probably the cigar that you gave me whenever I smoked after, you know, we won yep. our, our championship game. But then, you know, smoking with, my dad, it was just a normal, it was just Doesn't a normal day. And it was just like something I, I just asked him like, Hey, do you want to come up to the lounge and have a cigar? And he's like, yeah, I'm like, shit. Okay. And it's just like, yeah, yeah. It, I'm glad I've got to experience that. Yep. So. That's pretty awesome. So what's your uh, prediction for the Super Bowl next week? <sighs> So we lost two. <clears throat> we lost two linemen in the AFC game. That two are both tackles. So that kind of sucked. Uh, our left but tackle back. Uh, our let. Well, our, our left tackle uh, blew out his Achilles. Oh, Fisher's a big guy to replace. So we like our our offensive line is going to be a mash unit come Sunday. And let me tell you what, man, that defensive line that Tampa Bay's got, they played lights <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, it's going to be. We have enough weapons, though, on offense. I don't think they'll be able to contain everybody. Um, somebody's going to stand out that hasn't stood out all year, whether it be um, Sammy Watkins no, is back man. or, you know. Dude, you're not going to be able to shut down Tyree. Yeah, I mean, you got him, you got Kelsey, you got Pringle, you got Robinson. Kelsey played a hell of a game yeah. last week. Bell's coming back. You got Williams. I mean, we, I like our offense over their defense. But the main thing I just is, think you're going to see Mahomes on the run a lot. And, you know, the thing about Mahomes is he excels mm-hmm. whenever he's on the run. So we will see how that plays out with the kind of pressure I think they're yeah. going to put on. I mean, you, you saw him in college. You're a Texas Tech guy. I mean, right. how how was he in college? I mean, was it, was it the same? He was same hard way? to contain. Yeah, he was hard to contain. And... And he excels. I mean, you know, when he's on the run, dude, he makes throws that oh, any yeah, other quarterback would attempt to make. It would be an interception every time. Yeah. So, 
I'm impressed with what he can do. I think this is probably going to be a huge test for him because I don't think you guys have played. What defenses have y'all played that had that kind of pressure? I mean, we had. I mean, Buffalo was a good defense. I thought. I thought Buffalo played him very well. Yeah, I also. mean, the the Ravens' defense is pretty good. Honestly, the Browns' defense too. Um, really, really, See, I, really. That's a good defense. But uh, I don't get all the Kansas City games, so I don't know. I know the games that I did watch of them. I was just like, "Damn, they are fucking good." the The only people that's going to beat the Chiefs this year is going to be the Chiefs. Um, but I, 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 I'm more confident during this game than I was against Buffalo. I, I will say that. So really, yeah, yeah. I think that you are shortchanging the goat. I, he he's, you know, he's not last the, week he, he did not he did not look good last week and he still won. Well, and you got to think we've played him against we played Bay. him already this this year too. And if yes. we just do what we did the first time, I mean, if you get any sort of pressure but, but, on them, but, but also, yeah, dude, but look at this. When you played them early on, they were not who they are no, now. We we played they, them like week 13. We we saw them late. They evolved, but they have evolved like a team I've never seen evolve before because when they first started the season, I was like, man, they look horrible. But so week 13, they were playing good ball. Yeah. But to me, the defense has evolved and they're playing as a unit. And we'll I'll, I will say our, ours has, our defense has stepped up a lot as well. It's going to be exciting. I mean, the spread is at three, the over under is at 54 and a half. Um, wow. I mean, it, I don't, I don't expect this the spread to go, you know, three and a half. Not to a lot four. of gambling. No, it's not a lot of gambling going on. It's it's a it's a it's a fucking pick 'em almost. Um, but uh, you know, I if, if Brady, if Tampa Bay wins, I will f- I will officially say that he is the goat because just the, what he had to do to get to this one and then to beat Mahomes. I mean, he had to take out um, Breeze. Rodgers, uh, I mean, hell, even the quarterback for uh, Washington played lights out during that game, uh, Heineke or whatever his name is, and yep. then his division, and to be 43 and to take out quality opponents, and then... Well, I already give him the GOAT, and I'm not saying that a future player can't replace him, but, I mean, if it's not Tom Brady, who is it? To me, it's still Montana. I don't know how you can say that. I just don't understand that. I mean, he's been to less Super Bowls, but he's four for four. I mean, just seeing what he can do with that West Coast offense. He played a long, long time. Yeah. I mean, he didn't do anything after he won the Super Bowls. I mean, okay, he made it close. I mean, he, when he, when he came to, yeah, when he came to KC and then he got, and then he got knocked out, he got the concussion against Buffalo in, I think it was like 93. You know, the, I think we would have won that year as well because that was the year I think uh, Buffalo lost to Dallas, I believe. Is it Dallas or Washington? Um, In 93, that was to the Cowboys. It was the Cowboys, yeah. That was our first Super Bowl to run. Yeah. Um, but I, is there going to be another one of him? Probably not. If there is going to be, it's going to be Mahomes. Dude, it's his tenth Super Bowl. Yeah, it, it, that's ridiculous. I mean, it's just that 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 is just crazy. I mean, for someone else to get to ten Super Bowls 
is going to be a long time, in my opinion. I was so he's at like he has a forty nine percent chance of making it to a Super Bowl. Steph Curry has a forty six percent chance of making a three pointer. I mean, that's just the numbers are just unreal when it comes to to what Brady has done. I mean, he's played in he's played in nineteen percent of all Super Bowls that's been around. <laughs> I mean. No, I mean he's gone to a lot. Of, he's lost a lot too. He's, I mean, he's as of right now, he's lost what four? Yeah, no, three, three, four. Yeah. Well, this will be but, his tenth one. But he's about to lose. But his I give fourth. credit for making it there. Oh yeah, that many times. Oh god, yeah. I think the actual but also key too, is the other side. But also too, I mean the the AFC East was weak for so long. I mean he was guaranteed six wins pretty much because you have Buffalo who was trash for a long time. The Jets and Miami, which they've been kind of non-existent, sure. His whole reign up in New England, you know, if he was in the, if he was in the AFC South or something, you know, you, he would at least have to to face up against Manning twice a year, you know, or if he was in the, you know, the North, then he would have to have Roethlisberger twice a year against sure. other stuff. I mean, he's, it's just been so, the way but, the cards lie has been perfect for him. But the way it all plays out is he usually has to play those teams too once. Yeah. And those teams didn't make it, but he did. Yep. No, I mean, yeah, but it's the it's like when you go down to the seating. I mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, the Cowboys are usually in a tough division, although this year they were in the worst division. So, By I mean, far. I get what you're saying. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, that was one ugly division. So. So that was there's a lot of Cowboys fans up here, yeah. And it was ugly. How was it down there where there's like just Cowboys fans? You know the funny thing is, is I don't hang out with a lot of Cowboy fans. Uh, I know a lot of people who are fans, and they are like you know, what I like to say is they drink the Kool Aid. I don't. Yeah. Because they are Cowboys 150% of the time. They're going to win the Super Bowl every year. This is our year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'll tell you this. The Cowboys owner is the best marketer out of any pro sports team out there because every year his fans think they're going to the Super Bowl and they haven't done it in 25 years. So why would you keep believing it? Yeah. This off season is going to be interesting. I will say that. I mean, already, yeah. It so, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the Cowboys do. You know what the most exciting part of the Cowboys 2021 is going to be? Is going to be the draft. And after the draft is over, it doesn't make a shit who they fucking drafted because the Cowboys are not going to win next year. So if they're not going to win next year, the only exciting part of the Cowboys season will be the draft. And you'll be like, oh, that's a great pick. And then it's over. Is, is Dak your long-term quarterback? Well, are you asking in my opinion? Yeah. Oh, hell no. I would have fired his ass last year. I would have got rid of him so quick. Here's the thing. Yeah, he's a good quarterback, but... $35 million, fuck that, draft a quarterback, and let's pay him, you know, a million a year and then use that other $34 million a year to fucking shore up every other position we need shored up. Well, but you, you let's say you draft Mac Jones this year, the kid from Alabama. Yeah. You're going to pay him $17 million. Yeah. 
not no no the first four years of a rookie contract it's, you're not going to pay him that it's more than you think it's, I, mean, I mean it's a lot but you can backload it you can signing bonus stuff like that but the way <clears throat> no it's prescriptive you've got, you've got to utilize i mean look at how many people are utilizing yeah, but we that got rookie pick contract. number nine yeah i tell you what um it'll be interesting to see because there's a lot of teams out there um interested in quarterbacks and there's also a lot of uh, teams shuffling quarterbacks. Hell, it with, already happened last night. Yeah, Stafford no. going to L.A., and L.A. just like, man, they just don't want to ever pick in the first round. Yeah. Never. It's interesting. The rumor now is that Mac Jones is going to um, the Patriots. I think that kid's going to be an awesome broke quarterback. I want to see where Deshaun goes because, oh, because Chicago. His, his days are done in Houston. So. Oh, yeah. Yep. So – Rob, what kind of cigars do you smoke? You said you smoke the rainbow, but if you got your top five cigars that you're going to smoke on a daily basis, what kind of cigars are you going to smoke? Uh, but I'll tell you what, on a regular basis, I've been smoking uh, Viva La Vida, the, the uh, Torpedo. That's one of my go-to sticks. Uh, you know, I'm a longtime fan of the Medallia. You know, I love the 6x46, but just recently, I started smoking more of the Toro. And I'll tell you what, I always said that the Corona Extra Size was better than the Toro. Now, I will tell you that when you smoke them, it's like smoking two different cigars. And so, you really can't compare them apples to apples. I was thinking, you know, same blend, same cigar. But after I smoked the whole box of the Toros, I was like... Damn, that's a that's a really good stick, and it's completely different than yeah. what I was thinking. Uh, I smoke a lot of that. I smoke a lot of AJ Fernandez stuff. I love his Cameroon. Uh, I love uh, the New World. The uh, what do you call it? One of the other AJs. I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, San Latano. Uh, the rest. No, yeah, San Latanos are good, but the uh, Dias de Gloria. Mm. That's the one. Yeah, dude, that is a lights out good stick. Uh, I've been smoking a lot of those definition cigars that I spoke of earlier. Uh, I've been smoking a lot of the uh, Fonseca from uh, my father's. And, uh, you know, I'm, I like, dude, have y'all smoked the freaking Alec Bradley Project 40? Uh, we, we've got it at our Conway shop. I haven't smoked it yet, though. Dude, that's, what that's the says. value cigar of the year. It's like five fifty six bucks. And it smokes like a ten, twelve dollar cigar. Right. I, mean, I was super impressed. I've smoked several of those down at the shop drinking coffee. Uh, I'd like a lot of the uh, the uh, Larora Corojo. Good smoke. Mm-hmm. So I just been I, I'm all over the place when I go in the humidor, and so I like to smoke a lot of different stuff, man. Cool. So you got? Do you have a? Do you have a certain home shop, or do you got? You just like bounce around? Yeah, I, no. My home shop is the Leaf. That's where I am ninety ninety percent of the time. Uh, they just moved recently within the last few months, and dude, their members' lounge is just really nice. So you go in the humidor, and their humidor is badass too, man. It used to be like. I'm going to guess a 12 by 14 size room. Yeah. And it had an island in the middle that went from floor to ceiling. And they just had cigars jam packed in that little room. And now the humidor, which is when you go in, it's all Spanish cedar. The walls are complete Spanish cedar. 
and uh, I want to say it's probably like a 14 by 30. Wow. And so, I mean, huge, plenty of room space. You know, you're not bumping into people. When it was that small room, you got five guys in there looking for cigars. It was crowded. Oh, yeah. So that's super nice. But, uh, yeah, they do a great job, great staff. And now the place is just super nice and the cool thing is it was in an old building downtown and like up on the wall is bare well one wall is is all bare brick and it used to be a muffler shop back in like the 50s and the the art is still on the side of the wall of the logo for the 50s uh muffler shop that's cool yeah i've i've uh i've ordered from jay jay is is awesome right jay's uh really easy to deal with and has good selection. The shop we, that I was part owner with in Springfield had the brick wall as part of its thing, and it was a a, a good store. And they had like lacquered in the the whole, you know, like a the the painting on the side of the wall. My dad grew up in Springfield and remembered the uh, it was like a five and dime type store. And yeah, he remembered that store, and I said, "Yeah, well, we fucked it up and built a cigar shop on the side." So. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome, though, man. I love that old nostalgia stuff. Yeah. Of course, you know, when you're as old as we are, Mark, right. we remember the stuff back, you know. <laughs> right. We think we do, at least. Yeah. We act like we do. Come on, man. You remember, I, re- I was telling my wife the other day, you know, some of my happiest times when I was about five or six years old, and I would walk from my dad's house to town, and it, it was about one mile. And when I got down there, I could get a grape knee-high soda and mm. just charge it to my dad's charge account. And that was just the coolest fucking feeling on the planet. You know what I mean? Tell you I what, think they were like 25 cents. Grape knee-high. Mm. Stuff's not good for you. So I had Yeah, a, but I was five. I know. <laughs> you survived it. I, I had to speak at a at a conference this week, so virtual conference, and I had a, I had a speaking part, I had a, a speech to give, and so they sent me a goodie bag of of stuff, like of snacks and sodas and stuff, and it was all healthy. So it was like they sent me candy, except <laughs> for it was all healthy, and I look at it in there going. This is what the world's become. It was really nice. <laughs> yeah. The conference was great. I, I had a great experience. But I'm like going, it's healthy candy. You might as well send me a bag of dildos. I mean, they're <laughs> right. not going to work for me. <laughs> I'm like looking at Paula. I said, do you want, you want some stuff? There's like sparkling watermelon water here. Ooh. Yeah, I'll bring it for you. Yeah. Buddy. I didn't. I forgot who I was talking to. <laughs> the guy who would be excited about all the shit that I looked I at. I say, that sounds like Who my, the fuck would drink this? That sounds like my kind of bag. Oh, yeah. Oh, Are yeah. you serious? I love, like, sparkling water. It's the great. It's, yeah, there was one hey, that's man, like an immunity it, thing. If I'm ever in town and you're wanting to make a goodie bag for me, just take, like, a plastic bag, throw in a couple of uh, chicken fried steaks, and then fill the whole bag with gravy. And you can <laughs> yeah. just deliver the whole bag. <laughs> I'll mail that to you in tomorrow. So we were, t- we were talking work, about man. we were talking about this. We were talking about whether you could eat breakfast all day long, and I said I don't. I don't eat breakfast all day. And they said, "Well, what about chicken fried steak? That's breakfast food." And I said, "So chicken fried steak is just one of those things. It's a dinner that they serve at breakfast, yeah, and I mean, lunch, 
and lunch and in the middle of the night. I'm a I'm also a fan of chicken fried steak with a lot of gravy. <laughs> like I mean, biscuits. I mean Homer's chicken fried steak is very good. It's top. Yep. I mean, you can't it's hard to beat that. All right. Well so, we, hey, we, before you kick me off, tell me about some cigars that you guys have been smoking. Oh Lord. Enlighten me. Um, dude, I know you guys. You guys smoke a lot of stuff that I'm like I haven't even heard of that. So, so it gives me a so I, Stolen Throne is my cigar of 2020 because my top cigar. Yeah, is always I've never good. heard of it. And so I'm, I need to send you some of those. I need to get you a bomb of those. They have both the the Call to Arms Sumatra, but the um, Crook of the Crown. Crook of the Crown is a. <clears throat> Just a chocolate bar. It's awesome. And I'll send you a couple of those. Um, that, that's for me, Ben. I've met the surrogates, the full-size surrogates, uh-huh. and smoking those recently. Very good. I'm uh, on Roma hard. Mine is uh, Crux has just been killing it for me. Yeah, have you, you got Crux down there? No. The uh, Crux has been really, really good. The, the Crux Epicure Maduro was my number one this year. Yep. Wow. Um. Uh, I like that one. Uh, smoking a lot of Tatawahe still. Uh, can't go wrong with that. The uh, the Fausto specifically. Um, yeah, you're a big Tatawahe guy. Yeah, we yeah. both are. Yeah, both of us are. Yeah, we we love that. I mean, uh, I haven't I haven't even broke into my Saints and Sinners pack yet. I have been smoking a ton. I really? uh, by by watching you hoard like. Um, <laughs> You know, like Lord of the Rings, like it's the one true ring. And I am Smeagol, like your Smeagol. I have uh, I've started smoking that, and uh, um, boy, those are good scars. Um, let's see what else I've got. Um, uh, Viaje, of course. I got a bunch of Viaje last Kill week. Me. Yeah. Um, I got a nice little, uh, nice little bomb from Anthony uh, this week. Uh, he gave me the Crook of the Crown, also that uh, the AJ Fernandez, the um, um, forgot the name of it. The one that Rob was just talking about. Um, also, oh, give, the Dias de Gloria. Yeah, that one. Um, have we, you had one of those, Mark? Yes, I have. Those, those very are good. very smooth. Those are man. top. Very smooth. But also, gave me a, a a cutter or not a cutter, a a, a lighter, a Zycar lighter in a loom. Man, this thing is badass. Yeah, I told him triple, like, is that a triple flame? No, it's a, it's one of the it's one of the single flames. It's nice though. Yeah, I love it. Oh yeah. So, thanks to Anthony for that. Yeah, I've I've completely converted over to the Bic lighters. Are you straight Bic now? Are you straight at home? I'm all Bics. Are you serious? Yes. You're Bic. Yeah. Man, that's what like what? A, that's what a lot of the uh, the the like the the blenders and stuff. That's what and they I realize why I like it because I accidentally washed one today, and it still works. It still works. Yeah, and I'm not hey, like sweating you, it. Hey, you know what? Here's the one thing that I can understand that, Mark, because I, I don't know that I could be a fan of the Bic, but, like, here's one of my newer lighters, and, you know, oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's like. It makes like, a pop, they, makes like a popping noise. We have that up at our other shop. It's like. Yeah, but it, it's, it's, it's out of fluid with the Bics, man. They are never out of fluid. I think that, like, in the middle of the night, they sneak in your house and refill because <laughs> they will last forever. What's well, like mean, ten bucks? Have, I got have you, like twelve have ever, lighters. Well, have you ever like <laughs> used up all the ink in a big pen? No, maybe I they, always, maybe they, they get, just they, maybe they just never go out. Maybe they just it's it's like magic. Yeah, and you know these dude, I I've I've had to refill this like three times. And yeah, 
Of course, it does have a, it's a triple flame and it's like a freaking torch, yeah. which I like, but because I keep it turned up so high, That's right. it's like, I don't like to, I don't like to have to put the flame on the cigar. You know what I mean? I like to yeah. have enough heat hold where I can hold it. So, and I don't, I don't smoke a lot of big cigars, so I don't need like a triple flame or anything like that. I, I like my soft flame or just a single jet. I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. Why? See, I like the. I like the triple. I really like the fan flames. Have you seen those? Yeah. Those are nice. Yep. Uh, I've got those. Uh, AJ Fernandez rep had one of those, and that was freaking nice. Yep. I've but I didn't want to pay 160 bucks for it, you know, because I'm a cheap bastard. Dude. Yeah. Well, I got. I'm not as cheap as Mark, but maybe I should yeah. be. <laughs> I got two metal cases that I slide my uh-huh. dick in so that it's like protected right so I, I figured you built yourself a, like a pez dispenser but it shot out you know <laughs> a, a different bick every day well and it was just <laughs> just the concept of you know i'm so hard on lighters that might as well get lighters that don't yeah. care yeah you know honey bear don't yeah care. you know honey bear hey don't. so you know what the bugatti lighter looks like mm-hmm. yes so you know i've got a blue one and anyway we gave it away last week on our show I was like, let somebody else have to find the fluid to fill this son of a bitch. <laughs> no, that's the hard. We were... I like that lighter, but, you know, the problem with the high-end lighters is that problem. And fluid's hard to get now. Uh-huh. Yeah. I just well, bought, a, and... I bought the JJ case of fluid. Just bought the a Bugatti takes its. The Bugatti takes its own little cartridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like. So a... it's not just. Yeah, you can't fill it up. It's its own little, like, CO2 cartridge, looks like. That's a hard no for me. Yeah, so you yeah, just can't go in man. anywhere and find that. Yeah, my shop doesn't carry it, and so, you know, I got to order them, and yep. I'm just like, hey, I'm going to give this away unless somebody else have the headache. They're beautiful lighters, <laughs> They're, I mean, they, and they, they function good. I, I know people who've had them, and they like them. Yeah. They just... Uh, it's just the fluid. I'm lazy. Yeah. I'm just lazy, Mark. Yeah. I, you Me know, too. I just want it to work. My favorite lighter is, and I don't have it within reach or i'd show it to you but it's the uh the uh burner from uh alec bradley oh yeah the 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 bunsen burner looking thing yeah that thing lasts i mean i fill it up it lasts all month well it takes a whole can yeah (laughs) yes yes well have you seen the the big one yeah it's like the really tall they have a big one now that looks like one of those soda jerk machine Uh things i mean it's huge (laughs) yeah three cans it's, I mean, it's, it takes a lot. I think it holds the whole 400 milliliter yeah, wow. bottle. It, it, yeah, it's ridiculous. Wow. But you're, you're not going to run out for a month yeah. or more. Also, can yeah. you put it in your pocket? You no, know, yeah. <laughs> that, that's the <laughs> thing, too. Like, like lose for it. a shop, yeah, like it won't walk away. It's, well, I mean, it probably, I mean, it will. The but. first day we owned the shop up in Springfield, uh, one of the smaller of the Bunsen burners walked away. Right. Yeah, like our yeah, shop, our shop lighters I, used I've to be Zycars, and not no more. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> no. So, all right, before we wrap up way we normally in our shoes show, since we got it now, tell everybody where they can find your show and when it drops and everything. Uh, it drops every Monday at 0600 Central. Yep. It's on, I mean, I recommend you listen to it on Spotify or Apple iTunes and it's on all the other ones. You know, I don't even know what all the other ones are, but there's a shitload of them. And so that's where you can find us. You can go by our website, uh, has a link to every show 
that is uh, cigartalkpodcast.com. Uh, you can find me on Instagram under Cigar Talk Rob, and then you can also find us on YouTube under Cigar Talk Podcast. So Rob, Rob's podcast, we, we haven't really talked about. One of the things I really love about Cigar Talk is they have a ton of industry people you 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 really you know I did. We listen don't to do it. that anymore. Yeah, well, you did for a while. You do, you do. Uh, on occasion, we do, yeah. we do. So, but you, we, we, you know, every show used to always have somebody yeah. from the business in it. Uh-huh. And anyway, our new producer was like, "We're going to limit that. We're going to cut that back." So, you still do them anyway. You do fairly frequently because I've been hearing some recently, right? Yeah, we had uh, David Skelton from, uh, I I don't know if you guys seen the uh, Texas Cigar Roadshow. Yeah. Uh, We had that guy on. We had the Leaf guys on. Yeah. Our next one that I'm working on actually is to get one of the guys from Definition Cigars on. That'd be good. Uh, He's going to come down to the Leaf, and we're going to set up shop down there and film and all that fun jazz. You uh, and you do a really good job with the interviews. So a lot of the cigar podcasts that interview, I think both you and Nick um, with the Scar Pulpit do a really good job of interviewing. You get out of the way of your. Guests. I see. I disagree. I think Nick sucks. Okay. I mean, I, you know. <laughs> well, I, I, I call you Love two you, out Nick. in particular because you guys let your guest. You get a lot out of your guests, right? And so, um, you know, you get to hear a lot of what they have to say, which is one of the things I like about your your show. Um, well, you know, it took me a while to learn that skill. Whenever I would be on, I would be doing a show, and it was like at the end of the show, it's one of my wife was actually still listening, and she would be like, you need to shut up because nobody gives a shit what you're going to say. Let them freaking talk. And yeah. I was like, noted. Yep. And you and Brian, I, I, I think um, – I do actually want to also note that you, uh, a good friend of mine, Greg Morgan, uh, you met down there. You and Brian met down at the shop, uh, Padre, as I refer to him. Yes. And uh, he was he was just going, uh, and, you, and you treated him super nicely, and it sounds like you guys Dude, had a great... Super nice guy. Oh, super nice he guy. Is, he's the best. Greg is one of my favorite people on the planet, and um, he was... Do you know Rob? And I go, yes, I know Rob. And he goes, oh, he's such Better. a nice guy. And I said, he didn't say anything inappropriate while you were there. And he and he, he goes, no, he was just the sweetest guy. And I said, you sure hey, you met Rob? When we when we have people who know the show drop by, we go into PG mode. Right. I said, he didn't say anything really. Nothing. Nothing about midget hookers. Nothing. <laughs> And, that, and he goes, no, he's just, he was the sweetest guy. I said, you met Rob. Rob. I'm like, Rob Jones? <laughs> See, and this is the Rob we get. We right. Get, we get real Rob. We get Midget Hooker Rob. That's, that's, that's the Rob I love. Um, but, yeah, Greg, Greg was talking about how cool that was, and I, I really appreciate it. One of the things well, you, you know, guys are I didn't know, as we were talking to him a little bit, he's like a reverend or something. Yeah, he's a. He's, uh, he is, he's within the so Catholic see, that's, church. That's, that's why I always go to the PG mode. Cause you can, <laughs> no. I don't know my audience. Oh, trust you me. Know. Some of the stories Greg has told, um, yeah, you don't have to sweat that with Greg. Greg okay, okay. We just had Greg on our podcast a couple of weeks ago. Hey, um, well, whenever he left, I, when he told us that he was a reverend, I was 
he left, and I was like, hey, did I say anything really inappropriate? <laughs> oh, no. And the guys were like, no, no, you were good. You were good. And no. I was like, sweet. Because I never remember what I say. I, like an angel. I have Alzheimer's oh, he already. Loved, he it's loved like, meeting you. He, yeah. was, he was super fired up about it. So, first of all, you don't have to worry about saying anything inappropriate with Greg because Greg is, is one of the coolest guys ever. But, um, no, he, he had a great time. So, thank you for showing awesome. him him the respect and, 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 and introducing you. You and Brian too. Oh, he, man, we he loved always, it. We love meeting guys yeah. and you know asking them questions and finding out about them because it's mm-hmm. it's you know when you're on this side of the mic, people are always learning about you. Yeah. But you, it's very rare that you get the opportunity to get to know the people who listen yeah. on that level. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. that's that's always a blast. No, the, the yeah the other people on you know the listening part they already know a lot of our history, a lot of our yeah everything and then when you meet some one of them it's like wow yeah that's cool like now let's get to know you a little bit because you already know a lot about me right well, yeah we, exactly when we got together like, that me. saturday we uh, when there was a couple guys that came in mm-hmm. podcast listeners and you in in first of all it's weird for them to know your full story because it's just an, an odd conversational mm-hmm. point that they're all caught up on your your story right mm-hmm. that's not usual yeah. a usual conversation but and then you go, no, I want to hear. I want to hear where do you listen? What do you smoke? And mm-hmm. and they were just the coolest dudes ever. I mean, it's just it's cool to meet people. Yep. So I love it. So, all right. So one thing we haven't done in a long time is end our show Throw with punch with other. a million dollars butt question. Now, Rob, are you familiar with what a million dollars butt question is? No. We're about well. You're about to find out. So I have a card game. <laughs> I actually, have the new expansion pack. So I got oh, all good. new questions. More inappropriate or less? Uh, a little bit of mixture of both. Cool. Um, so what it is? I'm going to ask you a question, a scenario, a question, and then a scenario. A scenario will happen. You either take it or you don't. It's for okay, mi- for a cool. million dollars. Sometimes it's Sweet. be with just for a year. Sometimes it'll be for the rest of your life. It's all in what the cards say. So awesome. And who's responsible financially for the million dollars? <laughs> that is a question that has never been asked. So <laughs> it just manifests. See, I, I, I like to know the what qualifies. I like to find if there's any loopholes. Dirty pack money. Yeah. It's dirty political yeah. pack money. Yeah. All right, perfect. I love it. All right. Million dollars. But? Whenever you eat fruit. Sweet. A child, a, a child witnesses their pet being hit by a car. So first of all, I'm I'm morally opposed to pets being hit by cars. But, but you're also anti-fruit. I haven't eaten fruit in like years. <laughs> so. Wow. So you, what's the what's the question? So whenever you eat fruit, a child then watches their pet be hit by a so car. So would you take a million dollars? But every time that you eat fruit, you have to watch a child. No pet. Yeah. Whenever whenever you eat fruit, a child somewhere will watch their pet be hit by a car. So if I say that I'll eat fruit, I get a million dollars? Yes, yes. But every time you eat oh, fruit. Yeah. A- yeah, yeah, that part I got. Yeah, yeah I'll take the million dollars. <laughs> Cold. All day long. Cold. Like I would if I got a million dollars for every peach. Fucking Georgia would be empty. <laughs> no, it's just it's just a million dollars just, one, just time. one time. But so. from here until you die, every time you eat fruit, little Fido is going to get. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> I know you've you know, got. You know what? I I had two 
dogs get hit by cars. Ooh. One of them wiped out, like exploded on impact. Ooh. And you know what? Made me a better person. So <laughs> it's a growth. Hand me a peach. Hand me a peach. <laughs> All right. So he's yes. I'm assuming you're yes as well. I don't eat fruit. So this isn't a problem for me. There will be no dogs hurt in my million dollars. You don't eat fruit? I don't. I don't like fruit. Why? I don't like it. I'm morally opposed do you to like, fruit. Do you like jelly on a biscuit? Uh, I don't, actually. This is like the easiest money for you ever. This is the easy This is easy money. I just don't like fruit. Hey, hey, it's not any easier for him than it is for me. I love fruit. <laughs> oh. See, and I'm, and I'm in the middle between both y'all. I love fruit. But I don't want to have that happen. Even though I don't like dogs, I don't give a shit about dogs. I don't want. Now, if you would have said every time I take a bite of a fruit that a four-year-old girl gets hit by a bus, oh, I would reconsider. <laughs> yeah. But a fucking pet, no, I'm I'm okay with that. I mean, I love my dog. Every once in a while, he sneaks out and he'll be missing for thirty minutes. We've driven around looking for him, and you know, when I'm looking for him, I'm looking for him in the middle of the road, laid out. You know, my wife is looking in like people's yards, but I'm like, that slow bastard is probably belly up and you know what my whole deal is you shouldn't have been in the fucking road life advice by rob (laughs) right for people who can't understand words for dogs that can't understand words i'm gonna say no actually wow Wow, this is the the new sensitive Aaron. i like no i just i love fruit i eat fruit every day so think about this think about this take the deal you get a million dollars you set up a fund that researches out kids who have had their pets ran over, and then you can help them. I, I would lose that. I mean, I would lose the money very quickly. That, that grant would be over with. Yeah. But what a cool experiment it would be. Even I, even <laughs> I a soulless bastard, have, has Souls. a little bit of heart. Yeah. I'm impressed. I'm, 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 I, you know what? I'm not a dog person. I'm not an animal person. I was at one time in my life. I had a black chow that got, that was the one that got plowed over in the road, mm. broke my heart for weeks. And since then, I'm like, they're dogs. See, I've been on the other side. I've actually hit the mm. family pet in front of the family, and it crushed me. Like, I. Did you go back? So here's the story. I was I was leaving I was leaving a job site, and uh, it was a Friday. We were out, kind of like in the sticks of central Arkansas. So I'm driving down a two lane highway, but um, you know houses on the two lane highway kind of thing. A school bus is about maybe a quarter mile. A quarter Everyone mile on in, the yeah. school bus is like ah! a, a quarter mile in front of me. <laughs> And uh, kids get out, and they have, like, maybe a 100-yard walk to their house. So, at this time, I'm still about a quarter mile behind, just trucking along. And then just, like, the dog shoots out of the house. And by this time, I'm, I'm still plowing, like, 50 miles an hour. Dog runs past the kids right into the road, and I just... And there's, car- <laughs> and there's cars behind me. <laughs> and I just like, I, I go tunnel vision. I just keep driving. I'm like, what, what am I going to do? Like, right. I, there's nothing hey, I can do. So Aaron, let me tell you this. My wife had that exact same experiment or 
experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and but instead of a dog, it was a guy. <laughs> oh. oh. Wow. You just can't stop the stop the, the yeah. story there. Yeah. She stopped, right? So she's on the loop in Lubbock, Texas. A dude robs Target and he doesn't have a car. He's running on foot. He crosses the loop. The car in front of my wife hits him and then he flies off to the side and a leg comes flying over the hood of the car, and she hits his leg. Mm. Mm. That's brutal. He didn't make it. He didn't. He didn't make it. I bet. I bet she didn't. That is beyond <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> so she, she, yeah. she does not like it when I bring that story <laughs> no, up. I, she does not like that story. Oh, so, I bet. Well, now it's just going to be out there on the airways forever. <laughs> That's right. And I'm going to tell her, and she's going to be pissed. Oh <laughs> God. You should. You think that Bryant has it rough. You should be married to me, Alan or Aaron. (laughs) Alan. Sorry, enough (laughs) bourbon here. (laughs) Yeah, that's Uh, that's a tough story. I'm I'm an easy yes on that. I'm still got. Yeah, I I have too much of a heart for that. I appreciate that. That's it's a new sensitive Aaron. I don't know what to make of it, but I'm going to take it. 2021, the year I changed my shit. Okay. (laughs) Wow. Not really though. Yeah. All right. I'm imp- I'm a little I'm I'm impressed, Aaron, but I'm also a little bit disappointed. I'm a giant softy. Everybody should actually know that about me. I know, but I mean, it's going to happen anyway. I know, but I don't want to it be It just the, happens to I don't happen want to whenever be whenever you're eating a piece. I don't want to be the cause of it. Yes, it's it's going to happen, but I don't want it to be your fault. I don't want to be the Yeah, I don't want it to be my fault. But I hear you. Yeah, so well, Rob, we appreciate you coming on, and this was a lot of fun being yourself. <laughs> Man, hey, thanks, guys. I really enjoyed it. I've missed talking to you guys. It's been a great night for me. I mean, anytime that I've been able to hang out with you guys is definitely a pleasure on my end, and it's not because I'm naked. <laughs> well, uh, we're just going to pass over the naked part, but um, <laughs> so are you naked now? <laughs> no, no, I, I'm clothed. From, well, we can from see the waist from up. the waist up. I mean, right. he did go up and go to the bathroom, and so I think I saw him. He had pants <laughs> hey, on. I do have no. I have shorts and flip flops. Right. Yeah. Be careful with those flip flops. Yeah, they're dangerous. Hey. Especially you've had some bourbon. Maybe I should go in barefooted. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, give give uh, Bryant our best and everything. And, Absolutely. Uh, check out Absolutely, Cigar Talk, man. Yeah, check it's out. It's a really good podcast. I love Brian and Rob. They uh, they have a great chemistry. Uh, I think you uh, will enjoy the podcast if you if you're not listening already. I know a bunch of our listeners already mm-hmm. do. So, but if you're not, you should. It was it was nice to see everybody do their Spotify year in review, and like you were on there as one, then I'd be on there as two, and then like Nick and them would be at three, but then there was some where like like Nick was over at one, and then you were at two, and it was just like it was nice seeing just like how our our community like inner crosses and everything. But, well, uh, and you know, I think <clears throat> that our shows carries a certain similarity as far as genuine guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think that carries over to people who want to listen to that type of show. I think there's guys that 
I don't know who listens to some shows, but, you know, I listen to some guys that do cigar shows, and I'm like, that is total garbage. I don't know who could listen to that. But, you know, there's always somebody for somebody, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I can only imagine that those cigar shows are playing at the state schools and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. That's the thing I love about your show is it's the two of you and it's, it's what you get. It's, it's your two. It's the natural, uh, it's, it's genuine. Like you said, so. Yep. Yeah. And I, you know, I think that's you and Nick, not you and Nick, but Nick and Gator and you and Aaron and Al and his wife, Melissa, there's just that genuine thing that you get out so i mean i yeah. i think a lot of our guys cross listen because yep. they know they get real people you yep. know what i mean amen yep well i i specifically say thank you too because you did help get this show out you know yep. on its feet and for everybody who is a fan of this show you 100 have to you know credit rob for that because he answered every question that i had yep. uh, and helped me get out and you know I've, I've said it to you in private before but now i'm letting everybody else know on a public forum thank you so much for helping you know steve and i at the very beginning of our adventure of you know doing this and, well and i will out. say this man you know i always like helping other people in any way that i can help them and all I ask for in return is if you become very successful, my ball sack has not been licked in a really long time. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't ask much. I don't ask much, Aaron. Aaron Aaron's willing. <sighs> I'm out, but that's uh, fine. So we, if that's a requirement, this is the hey. last show I'm on. <laughs> God. Hey, you know I love you guys. Uh, <laughs> We'll see everybody next week. Be good. Later.